0: time to settle in for another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas
1: with your host,
2: Welcome to another episode, Deep in the Heart of Texas. I'm Jeff. I'm Ralph. I'm Nathan. Uh, we're back again for the new uh, part for our James Wan series. Uh, in this episode, we're going to cover Insidious One and The Conjuring. I'm still Woo! a skeptic. You're still a skeptic? <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you. I don't know, guys. I mean, uh, if we go right into it. Ah, um, uh, nice. Uh, swing! <laughs> <laughs> Around this time, I guess we're all pretty familiar with James Wan and Leigh wan They have done, you know, previously uh, Saw, um, Dead Silence, and uh, another great film that I wish we were covering was uh, uh, Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon, which I found to be great, a uh Charles Bronson's uh, Death Wish kind of stuff. But when he did go uh, return to the horror genre, he did do this awesome film that kind of just came out of left field, which was Insidious. I didn't know what to expect from watching the trailer, but when I did go to, uh, I took the wife, we went and saw it in theaters and just from those opening moments, I was really blown away by the, uh, what they had created. Cause I mean, once again, Lay One knocked out all the screenwriting for this first film. And I, I just, I'm, I was just amazed. I mean, the sound design, uh, the, the character design, uh, seeing early screenshots of the, uh, the black widow kind of ghost, uh, lady, was just I was just wow like they really went to nightmare town with some of the visuals in this film, but uh, after I watched in theaters, I really walked out thinking like this guy can do no wrong.
0: I can agree with you 100 percent on that. Um,
2: what about you, Ralph? What was the...
0: this movie? I actually didn't catch it until it was released on Netflix. Oh really? Um, I was I was dating Becca at the time that this happened, so I was working at game. I think I was like my first or second year into GameStop when I was when I actually got to see it. And uh it was during our period whenever uh what's her face? Carol was living with us mm-hmm. and we were watching horror movie after horror movie after horror movie. Carol and, Um <laughs> She was she was home, Becca was home, I was home, I was like, let's watch a fucking horror movie. And she pulls out Insidious and I was like, I've never fucking seen it, let's watch it. Sweet. We start watching it and I just fell in love with it. Um the movie was a lot it was a lot of fun. It was very aesthetically pleasing. The uh, effects were amazing. It had a very big creep factor which I fucking loved. yeah. i I just only had like one small problem with it, but I will get into that at a later time. but outside of that, movie as a whole amazing.
3: Wow, got you man. Well for me man i uh I kind of have deja vu or uh, amnesia when it comes to this movie. I fuck I, I think I saw it right when it came out on video. Did't remember it. And then the boys told me, hey, we're going to do this series. I watched it. I still didn't remember the fucking thing. I watched it again, and I still don't remember this fucking movie. (laughs) The only thing I remember is that Darth Maul makes a cameo. (laughs) And and fucking, uh, I like a good amount of this movie, but uh, we'll get into where I come down.
2: So am I the only one that saw it like theater release? Thank the you, in 2010? Were, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Okay.
0: Yeah, because well, it got released in the Toronto Film Festival in <laughs> September fourteenth, twenty ten. It didn't get released into theaters till April first, twenty eleven. Yeah, and I was there with bells so. on. Jesus, <laughs> what? What was those day? A year? A whole year? Yeah, it took a whole year Jesus. for it to get picked up and actually distributed. So I probably didn't pick up on it until very late 2011,
2: 2012. Well, what, what I thought was neat about this is that it was kind of like the beginning of the Bloom House. Mm-hmm. Um, thing they gave, they were given a million dollars. And we always hear from uh, Jason Bloom, uh, he always says that the smaller the budget, the more freedom we have. Yeah, the more financing you get from big wigs, they, they're more gonna shots. like, Can you get my cousin Bill to sh- you know, do a cameo in the film? Uh, I think there should be more tits. You know, they get more hands in. And with Jason Bloom, he says, You know what, let's work with good guys, smaller budget, and we'll just do what the fuck we want to do, right? And it turned out to be huge payoff for these films.
0: Oh, yeah. And another thing, just to point out at uh, something else that we've talked, ab- talked about before, also with the smaller budget, you have, more, you, you end up becoming creative with what's going on. Yeah. And like you said, it did have a, it had a budget of 1. 1.5 5, 1. 5 million. Wow. So that's and like... It made a comeback of 97. Yeah.
2: Thank I mean, that's you. Not, that's not a great investment. No, <laughs> no. I mean, no, there's, no. there's commercials that have 1.5 million dollar budgets and shit like that, you know? Yeah, the Super Bowl every fucking year.
0: Yeah.
3: I mean, you figure when when you factor in for budget, Terry, the 1.5 or 1.4 or whatever, that goes to the film, but then you spend usually another two or three million on marketing. Oh yeah, and all that yeah, shit, and course. you know, film festivals. But what I think is it cool too
2: is when you do these things. I think they do the uh, kind of a uh, Robert Downey Jr. thing, where like, you know what? I can't. I can meet you, you know, like your SAG minimum, yeah. but I'll give you a percentage of gross, and I think that's paying off for uh, greatly for a lot of these actors nowadays. It's like. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, Patrick Wilson and I think uh, Vera I think they I mean not Vera not in this one (laughs) but Patrick Wilson Uh, Rose Bryant yeah Rose Mm -hmm. Bryant I think they made out great because I think the gross percentage man I mean can you imagine hey I just want a .5% of the gross and we made 96 million you got paid to do a film and take that risk with the uh the, with this kind of creative, uh, with that, don't teams. you
3: you still get loyalties for it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's Phew, the cool thing I mean, about keeping Netflix, big studios DVD, out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keeping the big studios out, you usually get points into your film. Yeah. And so, like, if they say, "Hey, okay, whatever we make, you get two points," which is usually, I think, like fucking, I think it's eight percent per point. Yeah. So, if you get sixteen percent of ninety million. <laughs> You just got a fucking nice payday. No dude. shit. Yeah, it's did. like
2: Darren Jr. taking the, the point percentage for Avengers and Avengers making a billion fucking dollars. A great yeah.
3: reference for this is Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah. When he did Batman, mm-hmm. he is the highest paid actor because of that Batman franchise. He got, it was like 20 or 30 million, but he also, in his contract, because they wanted him so bad, a legitimate actor. And he wouldn't take it until the payday was right. He demanded that from now on, every Batman film, any Joker Anything to do with Batman, he gets paid for when it's theatrical. Holy shit. He got paid for Dark Knight. Wow. He got paid for Batman Begins. He got paid for the Dark Knight Rises. He got paid for all the Clooney and the Val Kilmer. He gets paid royalties from all that. So he's literally telling Warner Brothers to get a dick. I think when when it all sum total came down, he made like two hundred and fifty million from playing the Joker. Playing that role. Wow. That's That's insane.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and think of what the Lego movie is going to get. That's fucking. Yeah, that more Batman and Joker. Yeah. That's another thing. He Even though it's not him, it's Zach uh, oh, yeah. Zach
3: Galifianakis. I think. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have to play the role. In his contract, it? it constituted that whenever there's a Batman movie, I'm going to get paid. That's awesome. Because he was worried about damaging him. Yeah. I'm yeah. a serious actor going into a fucking comic movie. Yeah.
2: He's taking a huge risk, but Burton didn't want to go any other direction. No. He Which is smart because. I can't think about that year 89 or something like that yep. where he would take a gamble with any other actor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, applying it to this
3: movie, when Jason Bloom and James Wan and and <coughs> Leigh Whannell and all of them got together and produced this for 1.4, their returns are fucking huge because they get the percentage points plus they get whatever sells
2: marketing-wise. Yeah. And I think if, with Wan, I think he's really set the... I mean, he's he's been almost without fail on being like the most bankable director to go with because Saul's become one of the biggest moneymaker series in like horror movie history, Yeah, huge. which is amazing. And then Insidious took right there with it and conjuring same thing. I mean, he banks on like really great projects that just seem to find an audience that, you know, are ready to shell in the cash and really enjoy the ride. Well, that was the thing that caught my attention in
3: this movie. I didn't go see it in theaters, but it's, the commercials, you know, the trailers said from the creators of Saw. Yeah. The yeah. director of Saw. oh well, yeah, you throw in saw.
2: saw for any horror yeah, movie, people are going to go see it. Yeah, and I, I, like, I
3: want to say they were at, like, Saw 2 or 3 by this yeah, I point. I mean, it was, it was every October. So, yeah.
2: yeah, I think from, like, when it was released to now, you had, like, maybe, like you said, three or four what parts. let Saw
3: came out in 2001?
2: Listen to our... Last episode. <laughs> we when know. we had those specs in front of us. Um, what I love about this film, when it starts off, you get that shot of the light, and everything kind of flips upside down, you see the boy sleeping. And then from there, you drift through the house, and you just see the lady with the candle or whatever uh, sitting outside the, the, the window. And then, boom, you're, you know you're in for a fucking ride. And then that red screen with Insidious and those high fucking uh, strings, that, yeah. that score was just like... It was just unsettling. Just the music alone was unsettling in that Who the moment. the fuck is me with an orchestra? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, you're buckled in right right from the word go on this film. And uh, it was just so fucking amazing to uh, set up the family dynamic, you know, with Rose coming down in the pajamas and her son having matching PJs and they're mm-hmm. having those intimate moments of a family moving into a house together and then... You know, you kind of slowly settle into the, uh, the horrific ride that kind of just you know unfolds in front of you.
0: Yeah, the and I like the subtlety of a lot of things as it starts off, and even then, like I think even like a quarter into the movie, it's still real subtle, but it started to really fucking hit you in the face with it. Oh, the the baby
2: monitor stuff mm-hmm. was like what it kind oh, of starts with, yes. and then the wife is seeing it. The wife is seeing it, and it's mm-hmm. like, is she going crazy? Is she a little, you know, not,
0: not all there? Yeah,
2: I love the way they play that because like. Patrick Wilson's just kind of being like a a dick, kind of Mm -hmm. like through the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. He's like, he he wants to work late and sleep in, sleep at work just to kind of stay away from the drama. Yeah. You know, to kind of like just, fuck, man, I just don't want to deal with this shit. Yeah. And Uh, then, then after all that bullshit happens, he starts fucking seeing it.
0: starts getting, it starts fucking with him, too. Yeah, it pulls him in. Like, the, I think the scene that still kind of gets me every so often whenever I see the movie is whenever... She sees him whenever she sees the the ghost or poltergeist whatever he was in the window looking at her. Yeah. Oh, I'm Dude. getting
2: I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about <laughs> it. It had those great uh, creep factors, man, mm-hmm. which was just awesome. The one that always gets me is just the initial the son playing upstairs and you just see that subtle door open. Yeah. Beckoning him to go upstairs to the attic, and then when he falls and takes that hit, and I mean, you kind of feel for the family because like, man, your son just took that hit, but he's screaming like crazy. Yeah. And then that next day, he just doesn't wake up. Yeah. And they just can't figure it out why. And
0: you know that has to kill, like, any wow. parent that sees that, that, that that's going to hurt. Oh, that's yeah. going to hurt close to home.
2: But What was terrifying is they show the time lapse. It was like he was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was in the house with the hospice, you know? Yeah. They're feeding him through a tube. I mean, the, the brother's kind of scared of uh, seeing his brother, you know, through the other room, just mm-hmm. sitting there with those fucking monitors and the life support on him all, all the time.
1: Yeah,
0: And that's just so much to the point of where he closes the fucking door. He, do what, he doesn't want to see it. He yeah, doesn't want to hear it. Nothing.
2: But then he says that one line where he's like, uh, I get scared at night. She goes like, why do you get scared? It's just Dalton. He's just in his room. No, but he likes to walk around at night. Yeah, he likes like, to walk around. What oh, <laughs> the Like comatose yeah, just, kid. I, I keep getting chills yeah, thinking about dude. this
0: fucking movie. It's such a great movie. The creep factor is all there. Like, I fucking love it. It's amazing.
2: But Juan really came into his own because the cinematography in the film mm-hmm. is just... Spot on. It is dynamite. Yeah, I do
0: like it. Something I just now thought about. Whenever I was talking about the scene with where you could see the see whoever it is looking at him through the window, the way Nate's house is set up. Oh shit! If his master bedroom was in place of the room I was sleeping in, you could so fuck with them because they have (laughs) like right right where that window sits. There's a little there's a little bit of a roof that you could stand on. Oh man! I just now thought about that. If only that room. If only y'all's master was on that side.
3: Why do you think I? pick the back room.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> that scene, you have the guy outside the window, he's just pacing.
0: Yeah, and there, there's a walkway big enough to where you could pace oh, and there's God. a window right there. I
2: love that scene because like, oh, he goes yeah. from one pace and then when he goes to that one side, boom, he comes into frame in the bedroom. That's just... Oh, yes. This is awesome.
0: <laughs> I love those kind of things. Oh, my God.
3: You what? know, there's a... Uh, this is the like second time I've seen this actress, Barbara Hershey. Mm-hmm. If you remember, uh, there's a movie called Falling Down with Michael Douglas oh, that yeah. is fucking exquisite, oh, yeah. and she's uh, in that. I, I always was like, who is, I know this chick. Like, for who is like she a 60-year-old woman, she's fucking gorgeous. Oh, yeah. She's, she's uh, uh, uh she's Patrick Wilson. Lambert.
2: Yeah, she's Patrick Wilson's, uh, mother? Mom. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay.
3: Cool. She's oh, gorgeous. Sweet. She's gorgeous, and she's like 60-something. I'm like, she, damn. Yeah. I'm Still rocking old. it? Dude, yeah, looking great. Woo-woo. <laughs>
2: um, I know, I know. I don't even want to guess. On I the... saw the button. And I was like, wait a second. And I was Aww. like, I'll be guessing at the number if I try to hit that one. Yeah,
0: that's all good. Um, we wouldn't blame you.
2: But as things escalate and they can't, they're running out of ideas because she finds the bloody handprints on the sheets and stuff like that. And she's yeah. just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And after that terrorizing moment that we talked about with the uh, the walking and the pacing, mm-hmm. I mean, what's cool is that she pulls that one card that we're not used to. She just wants to move. Yeah. Like, just get me the fuck out of this house. And the guy's like, I don't know how we can afford it, but we'll do it. We'll yeah, that, we'll that, I
0: think that's the thing that kind of, that caught me off guard was that without hesitation, he's like, all right. Yeah. It's so like, fucking. Not even a second thought into it.
2: We'll get out of But here.
0: It, that was right after she got attacked, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was that whenever? Uh, I'm trying to remember all this for recollection because it's been a couple of days since I watched it. Um she got attacked, and that was about the same time that the fucking door kept opening, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. The door and the security alarm, so on and so forth. Yeah. He'd go downstairs, shut off the alarm, look around, nobody closed the door, go upstairs, all of a sudden it goes off again. Fuck yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. That was awesome. Because all these scenes, like, you know, you're just like, wow, it's like pure Amnaville mm-hmm. Guy stuff. You're, it's run the mill. Yeah. Very familiar. But the one thing that was unfamiliar was that after she got full on confrontational with the, in the bedroom, yeah, it was like I just want to get out of the fucking house. And Patrick Wilson's character is like, "Fuck it, we'll, we're we're gone." And the next thing you do, you cut to is daylight, moving van. They're in a new home, mm-hmm. and you know she's unboxing shit and she's taking shit out to the garbage. And that's when you hear the kid uh, giggling in the living room. And yeah. you hear the you hear the record, and then well, the, the other record in, kicks on.
0: Um, no, she I think she was cleaning. Yeah, she was cleaning the house like she had just unpacked it, or she was in the process of unpacking everything. And it does that long, sh- that unending, or that uh, I don't. What's the term where you don't cut? Yeah. Oh, uh, long shot? Yeah. No, I that, like... Is it a long shot? Yeah. I just. It's just her, and it's the camera's just following her through the house, and she already has music playing, and you see her go outside. You see her walk past the window, and the moment she passes that window, I think that's when the song kicks in.
2: It tips over. Through the window. Through the window. He's that little kid just dancing.
0: Yeah. And she just, it just stops nev- her. She yeah, it gets, stops Wah. her. She sees the kid just kind of
2: dancing. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> What's funny is uh, the feel of the kid, like in 1920s uh, newsies kind of kid. Uh, when they uh, they couldn't find a child actor to do it, so they actually found a little person to do it. Really? And I thought that was just Venus. Really? That was. A little person. If you watch the What's behind the uh, scene stuff, it's like this guy who's just a little person. R2-D2 was yeah. in the fucking movie. <laughs> much, dude. But I thought, like, put him in the 1920s newsies kind of fucking yeah. outfit, and then just creeping, creating that, like, eerie thing where you don't know if he's a kid or a ghoul or what. Yeah. I thought that was genius.
0: And then she chases him down the fucking hallway, ends up in one of the bedrooms. Dalton's room. Dalton, no, was the it other Dalton's? Yeah, yeah was Dalton's it, was the other. it was the other. It was
2: the other The bed's there, and then the... Oh, no, you're right. It was Dalton's. Was yeah, it Dalton's? this is where she sees the thing. And she sees the covered... Uh, the little closet.
0: Yeah, she sees the closet, she sees the shoes, and she's like, "Ha!" And it's just the shoes. It doesn't he, like come like barreling out of the fucking closet. Oh like, yes, like she
2: straight up <laughs> sees the kid, and the kid <laughs> giggles, laughs, and runs by her. At that point, she just like falls like catatonic. Fucking like, I shouldn't have seen that shit. This is my kind of movie. I love paranormal movies, especially if it's really done well.
0: Like, I can't say that I get this way with fucking paranormal activity. I love the first one, but it's too much. I don't get don't that same feeling.
2: And I think that's a fine line. Either you want to see it, or you see too much of it and it ruins it. And at this point, I was kind of like, they're showing us too much. I don't know if this is working. Yeah. And that's when Barbara Hershey's character uh, calls in the medium and the two spook guys, which are <laughs> fucking hilarious. Because there's yep. Specs and uh, the other guy come in to play before Lin Shay. It, really? no, no not lynchay first lynchay comes in that's well a, yeah well yeah that's that's oh the, tucker yeah it's, it's those two guys Angus. yeah man those two guys come in first to kind of like you know investigate F-X. the house yeah, yeah. before they bring in Lynche. and mm-hmm. i thought that was genius
0: and they end up fucking start seeing shit because they start doing those you master i wanted to buy a ViewMaster after that i'm not well, gonna if lie you guys
2: love
3: paranormal movies that, that don't show you enough and everything you would love it follows He's a dick. Go <laughs> on, hit a button. i am waiting even, for No what <laughs> <one laughs> to hit.
1: <laughs> no,
0: that response, that answer right there does not merit
3: the button. Okay, listeners, they just said they. If you show too little, it's not enough. If you show too much, it's too much.
0: We don't need a bedtime story where we pass out in the first ten fucking minutes.
3: That's all I look for in a movie. <laughs> I mean, can I watch it going to sleep?
2: Yeah, but I mean, like this I, isn't one of them. I think It Follows is so slow that it didn't have this kind of pacing. No, this was a good I think, I, I I good think that's pace. what kills it. This was a good pace. Because this is a good balance of like what you get enjoying for Amityville, but when you get Tuck and Spence uh, Specs, when they come into play, you get that comedic fun that's kind of like...
0: Like Blades and Chains. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't forget Steven.
0: <laughs> and Flyboy. Oh, my
2: gosh. <laughs> Yay, Specs.
0: <laughs>
3: This. What's that guy's name? Oh, yeah, he's Specs, and he looks through glasses. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I just got that. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the like, party, why, why are we going back to Dawn of the Dead? <laughs> What's going on here? Welcome like, back to I the guy. party. All right.
2: Fuck, I get the joke. Damn okay. it. Wait, oh, hold okay. up. It's coming back. <laughs> it's like I'm getting the joke.
3: The guy looks through glasses.
2: There we go. <laughs>
1: Name
3: Specs, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
3: All right. So, uh, yeah they they do they come and they find a presence, and that's yeah. when they call in Cheyenne? Specs
2: sees it. Yeah, oh, he's doing okay. the ViewMaster thing and then he sees the two girls standing mm-hmm. by the clock. The the the. God, grandfather clock. Like I yeah. said,
3: I've seen this movie three times and I still don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's out of my brain. Like... Cause when Lynn Shay, and comes it's in... weird. Cause I like Patrick Wilson. Yeah. I love Lynn oh, Shay. I, love I mean, whenever Patrick she makes an appearance, I'm like, fuck yes. yeah. Like, she's great. She's in all the nightmares. What? Wait. Yeah. She's, she's in, so in so much most stuff. Nightmares. Yeah. She's but, in uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Something I like about the cast. Mary. I don't know what it is about this movie, but I just can't fucking remember it. I only remember the last 20 minutes. Gotcha. The dream state. That's all I can remember of this whole movie. It's weird.
2: Well, I like when Lin Shay walks around the house and she does that one scene where she kind of grabs Specs and she's just focused on like the ceiling fan <gasps> and she's just whispering into his ear he's mm. just like he's just like slow down, slow down and he's like trying to color. She's like the blackest, eyes, the blackest eyes and it's like what the fuck and then like the mom finally walks in like what the fuck is he drawing? She turns on the light after she sees what he drew and then we finally get the reveal and it's like this. Black and red figure just crouched in like the corner of the fucking uh, bedroom, uh, and it was just, just like, oh, dude, it's so fucking creepy and awesome. So fucking creepy. And uh, and then you, I mean, we're not introduced to that part of the ride yet, so I was just like, man, what was this going to lead to? Mm-hmm. And I was just constantly like looking forward to. Well, it's smart because that's where Lynn uh
3: realizes that this isn't a coma, this is possession, yep. yeah. and starts telling the mom, and the mom, of course, about shit. <laughs> Well, then,
0: it is it Possession or Astral Projection? Yeah, that's when she well, did. Yeah. Like, because that he's not in his body. Yeah, yeah totally. that
2: was the big reveal that I was... Oh, man, that was awesome getting that reveal. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not the house that's possessed, it's your son. Yeah. He's haunted. And then she starts calling him the Traveler and going into the mm-hmm. Nether. And all these little things just create this whole universe that you're kind of like... I don't know, the first time watching it was just awesome because, like, you're kind of trying to play by the numbers. You're trying to fucking relate to the feel of the whole fucking thing you're being presented but then when it takes that astral projection turn yeah you just get introduced to it
0: well that and also Patrick Wilson the the father Josh yeah he starts it starts piecing together into his head because he's looking over and he's seeing all the pictures that it's the kid that, drew uh, and it's pictures of him looking down at himself yeah and it's like that makes sense now yeah.
2: Like, last night I went to sleep, and I flew mm-hmm. away, and all this I other shit. I flew
0: away. I could see myself dreaming, yada, yada, yada. It's like, oh, oh my God.
2: I, but I like when they connect the dots of why Barbara Hershey, like Patrick Wilson's mom, mm-hmm. knew Lin Shea's character, because it was like she went through it with
0: with him. Yeah,
2: and then when she starts showing those photos of, like, that fucking... Lady with the veil getting closer and closer in the photos. That was
3: badass. That man. was awesome. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that gives me the stuff. Because <laughs> that was
2: really cool. Because like she had to fight it and like basically hypnotize him to like forget astral yeah. projection, anything about the ghost. And then that's why the mom was like kind of shocked. Like I don't know how you got him to stand still for a fucking photo. Yeah,
3: and I was like, whoa! Like that was badass. That whole reveal where she actually brings him the pictures. That's why I'm just like, I mean. Ugh.
2: I'm amazed when screenwriters can have one good idea in your lifetime. This, yeah. like, one else has been able to just constantly mm-hmm. spin out fucking fun ideas, and then James Wan to fucking, yeah, bring it to life
3: and visualize it oh.
2: to the way yes. he does. Because, I mean, yeah, I
3: mean, th- seriously, if someone came up to me, they're like, hey, man, we're gonna do a, a film about astral projection and uh, Darth Maul and and Lynn and I'd just be like, what the fuck am I gonna do with this? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it seriously doesn't doesn't make sense when you register it on paper, but James Wan has that. Dude. Just yeah. the ideas well,
0: come in it's, it's also with it's, it. it's also with the cast. If the cast can make you fucking believe it, you can go almost
3: anywhere with it. Yeah, that's where I have because, I mean, even problem.
2: like the seance scene, I mean, who would have thought wearing a, a gas mask connected to a hose to that's headphones? That's fucking amazing imagery, dude. I was there like, with
3: that gas mask and you just barely The imagery was it, cool, but I didn't... Shine I, I think it's
2: me that
0: I was kind of a little confused with like what was the purpose because, yeah, the gas mask connected to the guy... But,
3: well, I, she's I, the
2: medium, yeah. Right? And they, he's he, the he's, he's this he's like peer... they, they explained it like she speaks at such a low volume they needed that to amplify it so he can hear oh, what she was saying. Okay, I must have missed that because when she's under meditation, she's like, it's like okay, so yeah. He's like writing everything down. like, ah, okay, that's cool, that's interesting. Because yeah, she's not there like old school mediums like oh, the daughters in the house, blah blah blah. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Because <laughs> I love how they use that the kids. Whole imagery is great. Oh, yeah, the kids lantern in the middle of the table, mm-hmm. everybody in the circle. When she makes connection, and the beast is kind of in there too, and he's like, "I want to fucking kill you. I'm going to strangle you with your entrails, mm-hmm. all that shit." And then the lights flicker or go off or something like that. But then you see Dalton, and he just does that scene where he like puts Slaps his hand on the table, the table. and everybody just like, yeah, like atomic fucking bomb separates from it. Uh, that was awesome. I know, and then Tuck's going through the video footage and he sees that one frame mm-hmm. where you see Darth Maul behind Tolkien yeah. and he's doing all the fucking he's like using like a puppet. I
0: um know. I don't know if we skipped it already, but the Darth Maul reveal of his
3: face. That was in behind, the closet. Was it in the closet? Yeah, that's when Lynn Shea.
0: Well, whenever they were all no, when whenever right we were all talking about it.
3: It's when uh they they uh Elsie senses the present... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Barbara Hershey sees yeah. him. Yeah. The very first day they move in. Okay, she was it the first the day? monstrous red-faced demon yeah. standing behind. I think John. that was...
0: That That, was th- that scene, they used it for the trailer, and that was the scene that sold me on this fucking movie. Yeah. Like, you could have shown me any fucking thing else, but the moment you showed me that scene where you just see, see the lipstick demon, air quotations yeah. and what they called him... Yeah like just opening his mouth. Eyes are huge and he's right behind Patrick Wilson. It's like, what the fuck is
2: that? (laughs) Because it looks like tribal or demon stuff. Darth Maul is is fucking pissed. (laughs) a weird...
3: Protest I got cut yet. in half. How did fucking grab a minotaur and get the body for it? No, he
2: he roams the nether <laughs> searching roams for the further. Nether. No, the further. There you go. Sorry guys. So yeah, yeah, this is
3: where they convince Josh to that you know, they reveal his past to him like, Hey, you you kinda have this gift. Uh you once had this happen to you, and they convince him to go into the further by go, uh, putting him into a trance and going yeah. and looking for Dalton. Yeah. And this is, like, from here on is... I remember the movie real well. It's just to be... I don't know why I can't remember the it's first like a, fucking 80 minutes of this a, movie. It's like a haunted house from there. It, dude, yeah. so badass. This part is what gives me goosebumps. Because, like, when he goes into that trance state and he walks out to... You know, he goes out the front door into blackness and then he comes back into the house? Or he goes no, to a neighbor's want, house? No, he God. leaves
0: the house and he, like... Wanders around for a little bit. I don't know if he, he ends up at the that. same house or if it's a different. One. He
2: goes to the first house that they moved into. Was the first house? Oh, yeah. okay. okay, that makes
3: sense. Yeah, and then he walks in there and just because remember like he's, these he's people get... frozen oh, in yeah, place yeah, yeah. with weird expressions, and it's like that's creepy yeah. shit, dude. And it's like real dark gray lit, like yeah. with a soft hint of blue. Yeah, and it's yeah, just from the like lantern. Fuck, and dude, and like again, every, and that lantern light. Like, yeah, every time he walks up on somebody, they're just ah, you know their face is fixed in a position. And it's creepy. With that as Rick Astley. Yeah, oh. it's really fucking. <laughs> yeah, those, just those fixed moments. It's the fan. It's the fan
0: blowing <laughs> on me. <laughs> I, we're gonna have to call this episode the Goosebump episode. Yeah, dude. Or I guess no, it's
2: just a good one to talk about because, like you said, those fixed moments where they're just still, but then you see those moments where, like, they do flicker and move. And you're like, oh shit. Yeah. You know what I would have liked though is if they did the movement from House
3: on Haunted Hill. Mm, Remember how they yeah, fucking skipped yeah, the then super freeze again? Vision. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit. Do you remember that? It was a remake in 2000. No, I remember the remake, but I don't what? remember the movements. Oh, well, when they move, they'd, they'd like s- go slow, and then they'd jerk real fast, and then they'd freeze. It would be like fix. a speed blur. Yeah. Kind of like the nurses from fucking Silent Hill. No, no, a little no, 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 faster. Were, they, yeah. were they kind of like... Yeah, no, but, but this were, is like no, no. CG blurred. Yeah, they're uh, blurred. They're ooh. just and then they fix and like cause then, oh fuck because then the ring did
2: it that. but it was more like the static flashes and movements because yeah. that was also effective too yeah like where she comes up from the floor shit that was Awesome. Cause she'd be crawling one second, and then I'd be like, Bzzit. she's like, yeah. fuck. You're like fuck. exactly. So it's like if you're was almost fast the, forwarding. Was that
0: the remake for the ring? Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I never I watched any the of the remake remakes for them I watched the originals. Yeah, the originals are great. I fucking love. You didn't originals. watch the American version? No, fuck that.
3: Oh, well, dude, they're good. They're really? Fucking really Everyone original. told me they fucking sucked. Dude. The first ones. Fucking delight. No, the Grudge and the Ring are both really fucking yeah, good. No, they're they're strong have, I
0: have I have the originals on Blu-ray.
3: Yeah, Juan. or not Blu-ray yeah. uh, DVD. DVD.
0: Was yeah. it Ringu and Juwan? Ringo, Juwan. I have Premonition. I have the Eye. No, I'm telling um, you right now, the American Dark versions water.
3: are just they're equal. They're really fucking really? strong. I didn't get into all the sequels. Yeah, I, really, I really the sequ-
0: think- the ori- the sequels for the originals are really good. Like, there's going off topic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ju-on three, like the very beginning of it. Is fucking creepy as hell Ju-on because the amazing. girl, like it's a couple. They're they're driving down this highway,
3: and Did you get the same girl to play it because uh, they look fucking identical. No, that's I'm, not racist. No, 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 no. for <laughs> real. Don't make me hit you for the
2: ring or Ju-on?
3: Uh The Ju-on's Ju-on's the same actor's girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, ring is a different girl. Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: on Um, but
0: in like Ju- oh. on three.
2: It's <laughs> like the rest of the episode we just do that. <laughs> what do you think of the movie? Uh, oh, uh that man. part where
3: is it the first one where they're in the, the, she- the house oh. with the lady who's in comatose and she just yeah, lays in the mm-hmm. and that yeah, kid's that head one. comes down the closet. Oh dude.
2: Fuck you I'm out! Were you going to oh, talk I'm about you. the highway scene where,
0: like the, the highway scene in in uh Ju-on 3. They it's a couple they're going down the highway I'll make this really fucking quick. And they as they're going down the ho- highway they're having a conversation <laughs> and the husband like looks over at her comes back there's a cat in the fucking middle of the road he hits the cat oh. scream, and they end up like going to the side he goes over to check the cat to make sure the cat's fine cat is dead 14. and it's like oh it's like oh man cat ran in the middle of the street I, I feel so fucking bad gets back in the car they take off down the road and all of a sudden they look over, and there's the kid in between the girl's legs.
2: Oh, fuck that.
0: Looking at him. They lose their shit, and they you crash. No,
2: the kid is uh, that dark space where your legs are towards the gas yeah. and uh-huh. The kid holds onto the steering wheel. And he's just oh, is that up what he did? The, looking up at the guy, and the guy's oh. just like... <gasps> And I was like, that. that is, like, the most horrific place to see something is, like, right there in your crotch area while you're driving. <laughs> like Goosebumps again. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, because, like, I mean, Juwan did the same shit when, like, the girl hides in her bed covers, mm-hmm. and then she lifts the covers, and the bitch is underneath the covers with her in that dark area. So and like, they pull her in. That was just oh. genius. Yeah. I, we
0: need to do a fo- fucking horror, like, a foreign horror episode. Yeah, like, Asian cinema, J-horror, oh, my
3: yeah, I've, dude, me and Jeff actually talked about doing some French horror movies. Yeah, with, I want to do French NJ uh, horror. High tension awesome. and shit. We'll get in. Yeah, we'll get it. Yeah, we'll We're in anyway, the middle of a
2: series. All right, so as he goes Back up the to stairs, the he's going towards the red door in it's the serious. attic. Yes. That's what he's pretty much searching for. Nightmare on Elm Street? Pretty much.
3: <laughs> very, <laughs> al,
2: very Allah. But then he uh, fights the, the guy that was on the balcony up there. And that was kind of like the weird thing. Yeah, that's right. now he has like a... The guy had like a burned face now. And when, he was like
0: look like someone like through acid kind of like a 2 face kind of thing but it, instead of like it like leaving the burn marks it kind of like just shifted the face yeah, like eyes burned down everything.
2: Yeah. but then you hear Lin Shay, like they're you're alive you're stronger than them and that's when he does that super like Superman punch and like hits him to like the void mm-hmm. I don't know that was pretty cool imagery
3: oh yeah very and then they go into the boiler room oh god
2: when he goes to that red door and just leads him where I,
3: Dalton's being kept. I always think of it as like a fucking dark gothic library. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's that's what, what it looks true. like yeah, do like... It's got a weird fireplace. But yeah, the demon's upstairs in like a library. Yeah. Right? He's, like a boy he's just
2: like all this shit like toys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like He's like a and weird... unfortunately, this
0: is where I lose interest in the movie. Yeah, so don't damn it for the last you time. See you see too much. This is
2: when I see too fucking much. But I'll... Keep going. We'll we'll get into well, all. Well, no, this. like you said, he was in that little observatory yeah. little area in that little church, and the kids just like handcuffed to like a fucking gate or something. Gator yeah. chained. I believe. Yeah, yeah. And then you see the thing. and It's like now it's like carousel. That song's playing again. Tip-toe, He's sharpening his nails window. and all that shit with a grinder. Mm-hmm. And then, uh... like I was, I was
0: good with all of that. Like seeing, like seeing the subtle hints. You could see the demon, just a little bit of him. Like you're seeing the claws. You're seeing. You're hearing the You're shadow. hearing the music, you're seeing the shadow, you're seeing the visuals, you're seeing like Nate said this gothic library church looking thing. Yeah. And it looks amazing. And where I lose it, lose all interest in the movie is when the kid says, "He's looking at us." And the camera it shows Patrick look up and you can see his reaction. It shows the window and there he is looking at him and he's like Rah! And he
2: like flicking his tongue. I was that like, oh, CG I'm tongue. Done. tongue. Yeah, like, Ugh. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. and then he jumps down with the hoofs. Bloop, bloop, bloop. And blunk.
0: then the it. fucking the fucking hooves. I'm pretty. I might be getting this wrong, but every time I see those hooves. It looks as though those hooves are not fully being planted on the ground. It looks like they're walking fucking like pigeon toed. <laughs> it's, it's like Hanks. Buster
2: Keaton. Yeah, uh, Buster. Yeah, fucking uh, Buster Keaton. <laughs> Tom Hanks, Dan Eckway, and Dragnet <laughs> yeah. doing the
1: pagan dance. run, <laughs> <But, laughs> like, this
0: demon, like I love this fucking movie up until that last bit. It's not enough to damn the fucking movie. No. Like Nate, I'm I'm not one of those who'll hate a movie because of an ending.
3: I will just hate the ending. Yeah. It's weird. We're polar opposites. I don't. I don't mind the ending of this movie. I don't remember the first sixty minutes. So, gotcha. And even though I watch it, and it's like, fuck. Is it well, my memory or is it just unmemorable? And that's what I'm kind of be, torn uh, between. It could happen. be my memory. There's yeah. a lot of bong resin up in there from <laughs> previous, <laughs> previous life.
2: But then the hustle back to the original house to get mm-hmm. back. You, you're trying to get Dalton back to his body, so he's hauling ass, and then. You know, they're, they're being stalked by all these people in the further. They're, mm-hmm. like, trying to grab at him and follow him. Yeah. And as they get closer to Dalton, they're being drawn to the house in real time. Yeah. So now you have Specs and tuck trying to inspect things. And there's this weird scene where, like, they open up a drawer in the kitchen that just has, like, your dish rags, And you see that fucking hand just come <laughs> out <laughs> and grab for the guy. And it's just like, oh, to this day, when I'm opening a drawer, you always kind of think of that in the back of my mind. All oh, that Juan Toshio fucking scares mm-hmm. and shit like that. And you I see thought that that was, hand? <laughs> it's fun that they tap into these little things that I love when they can play with um, you know, household things that you just never look at the same after seeing certain visuals. Mm-hmm. And that's perfect. I mean, a closet door, or a, a, you know, a laundry room. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, remember the scene where the boys in the laundry room just facing the the wall where you would just hang your jacket. Yeah. And she's you know nonchalantly walking around with the laundry basket, but there's a fucking ghost in there. Yeah. These little scenes, I mean, I love how they're able to make them last and stay with you, and mm-hmm. the way Juan's able to capture it, and uh, the way the actors play it out. It's just, it's fucking awesome. It yeah. Really what,
3: one household item I can never get over in the middle of the night is mirrors.
2: Oh yeah, that's multigod like, shit. Dude. When I'm laying,
3: yeah. when I'm laying in bed, my bed looks right across the hallway into my secondary bathroom, and there's a big fucking mirror right there. So I always oh, see like shadows or some shit, and it's just like, fuck. That's it. just me moving around, rolling over, rolling over in my bed. No, I mean, I think our house is somewhat haunted. Sammy's seen some weird shit in it.
2: Oh, it's weird. As a, it's awesome. When I was staying <laughs> in my, uh, when me and the wife had yeah. the apartment, we used to keep a vacuum cleaner close to the bed. Mm-hmm. It was just like next to a shelf. And when my wife with a jacket on the vacuum cleaner, it always freaked me out because we walk into the <laughs> from it, boogeyman. It, no, it looks like um, it looks like that scene where Reagan's crying over Marin, Uh in the end of Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Reagan's okay. just sitting there, and she's like, <laughs> like kind of <laughs> laughing. And whenever I'd walk in, I think there was literally somebody kneeling at the foot of the bed while I'm like walking into my bedroom. I'm like,
1: fuck you, <laughs> vacuum cleaner thing,
2: because <laughs> it was just spooky shit. That I guess, like you said, you know, like things just. I don't ever stack
3: my laundry like on, on uh, chairs and shit for that Um, reason. From booger (laughs) man, booger man. Oh, we're uh, going back to Super Nintendo games. That whole movie (laughs) sucks ass, but there's that one beginning where the clothes are just draped over the kid's fucking uh, chair, Mm -hmm. and he looks at it and it's just sitting there. And he looks back and then he looks back at it and it stands up. And I'm just like, shit. fuck you. I don't know why that scene's always stuck with me, but it's like, oh, like from this point on, I don't have chairs in my bedroom. Like, I'm just smart. Yeah, like, eh, throw the shit on the floor.
2: Oh, like, <laughs> remember Darkness Falls at the top of the door frame? She's mm-hmm. just like up there waiting for the mm-hmm. kid to like leave the fucking bathroom. I was like, oh. fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, you're done taking a piss. You're taking mirrors and like trying to check, <laughs> check around the door.
0: Fucking have that mirror to a stick <laughs> and looking around. Kapa! Oh, he's still there. Fuck this shit. You <laughs> need to
3: invest in some nightlights if that's the oh case. That,
0: you know, that's the thing with me. I can't do fucking nightlights. Really? Because the thing the thing about it, shadows. Yeah. Like, I'd much rather sit in a room in complete darkness. You could put stuff on, you could put clothes on chairs, you could put fucking mirrors. I'm not going to see it because I don't if I'm not it's wearing dark. my glasses, I'm not going to see shit. Yeah. The moment you put a fucking nightlight in my room, I am fucked. Once I take my contacts out, my glasses, I got nothing but shapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it's, it's com- if it's complete <laughs> darkness, I don't have to fucking worry about a damn thing. If you're going to come get me, I'm not going to see sh- you. Oh, <laughs> sh- you put you I'm put okay a nightlight, I am fucked cuz <laughs> I will start seeing shit and I will freak the fuck out. I'll actually share a scary <laughs>
3: story that happened to me uh with you guys fucking I was staying with my girlfriend. We lived in the shitty, shitty neighborhood in the ghetto. And fucking one night at about three in the morning, there's banging on our door. I'm like, Did it come what? in threes? No, no. It was oh. like... Just constant, like, somebody fucking going Mike Tyson on the door. And so I'm like, what the fuck? And my ex-girlfriend at the time was like, go fucking check. And I go, like, Jesus Christ, we're in the ghetto. I don't have a gun, so I fucking... Grabbed a ball bat and walked it, you know, behind my back. And I open it up. And this neighbor lady of ours is like, he's fucking dead. And I was like, what? Who's fucking dead? She's like, you got to come. You got to come over. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I set the ball bat down. Walked over to the lady's house. Right as I entered this shithole. Heroin needles, crack pipes. Whole nine yards. I'm like, yeah, thinking to myself, yeah, no wonder he's fucking dead. Well, I walk into the back bedroom. And there's this dude laying on. On the bed, and he's got a sock over his eyes. Oh, shit. And she walks in, she pulls the sock off, and his eyes are dead fixed on me. And I was just like, fuck! Dude, like, talk about your soul going out your ass, coming right back <laughs> up through it. Like, it was just like, yeah, that motherfucker's dead, lady. Like, you need to call the cops. I told her, like, clean up your fucking paraphernalia. I'll oh. call the cops. And she was like, is he okay? I was like, no. No, <laughs> he's, like, he's not oh, fucking he's okay. Dead. He's fucking dead. Like, oh, but I'm, I'm just. I was standing in the door frame and as she pulled that sock off his eyes, he was looking oh, right into my that. eyes, and it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> pardon <Somebody's> the
1: shark. <laughs> <watching me. laughs> yeah, exactly,
3: dude. I didn't sleep the rest of that fucking night. I didn't fuck every night since then. I couldn't stay at that. That girlfriend's house, no, no, no. no. So yeah, going back to the story, I don't know where that went off, but, but yeah, sharing ghost stories and shit that scares the fuck out of us. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, fuck. I so empty door frames. I always keep (sighs) the door half cocked. Because that mirror, because of the door experience. Unless I walk past, (laughs) and I'll open the door. (laughs) Yeah, Ralph damn near caught me spread eagle the other day. (laughs) He was with me while, while my wife was pregnant, and Ralph wears glasses, thank Christ. Early in the morning, he walks by my door. My wife shakes me and wakes me up. She's all, babe, Ralph just walked by. I was like, yeah, who gives a fuck? She's like, you're fucking naked laying... God. Face down, ass up.
2: Like, <laughs> He's throwing out the goat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I walked over. Ralph was like, "Hey, uh, did you have to see anything?" He's like, "Oh, I couldn't see anything. I was blind." I was like, <laughs> "Thank God!" <laughs> Would have saw the fruit basket. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He like, "See, Ravi. Good morning. Oh my god! god. <laughs> hey you guys need ether? Close your fucking door. God, I'm not going to eat this week. <laughs> you guys need ether? Hey, hey, hey! Oh my god! god Did you dead. spill something on the fucking mattress? <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> no, sir. That was already there.
1: <laughs> back to the movie. Back to the fucking <laughs> <to the> movie. <laughs>
2: Oh. <laughs> what makes me laugh is that one scene where fucking, you know, I guess Patrick Wilson, like, he gets Dalton running to his room, and then Patrick Wilson gets stuck looking out the uh, the kitchen window. Yeah. And he's just like, leave me alone! Leave me alone! And you see that, that lady start heckling, the veil lady, and yep. then you see that fucking 360 shot. where well, now she's inside the kitchen, and he's outside looking inside the house. Yep. And then that's you it. Know, it cuts away from me.
0: Yeah, you know, I didn't put two and two together with Neither. that until I, until I watched it this past, like, few days that's ago. That's former the,
3: ghost, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's the one that's been fucking with him this
2: entire yeah. time. Mm. Like, she's been waiting. Like, literally, like, the definition of insidious is, like, you know, yeah. something waiting to, you know. Oh,
3: shit.
2: Yeah, it's fucking ingenious. it's it, it really is. But then you get the Dalton run, and you get that fucking weird... Spider-Man crawl of the fucking <sighs> Demon Beast Dalton's hauling ass Don't and the thing comes remind out. me I of that I
3: mean, fucking Spider-Man crawl you gotta keep Yeah keep in mind only a million dollar budget and yeah. CGI's not gonna be the greatest But
0: it, uh, the thing that the thing that ruins that f- another that's another fucking scene that ruins it for me is if you think about it, if you like the first time I saw it it looked as though he was galloping I was like if that if that was to be the case, his arms would have to be the same length of his legs. But then it's the Spider-Man crawl, and that doesn't do it any better for me yeah. <laughs> because for every for every footstep, for every handprint, it caves in, and it's so obvious. CGI. Well, plus his like,
3: legs are so much longer, so yeah. it'd be like you walking in on me in the morning. Yeah. But <laughs> <that's> <laughs>
2: It's a big ass turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's no turkey leg. <laughs> Man, no, that that
0: the reveal of the fucking demon, the fucking the practical effect for it. I, as much as I appreciate it, ruined it in the fucking <sighs> Spider-Man crawl. Yeah, but yeah, as re- Dalton's running away, it
2: looks passable.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't. Like I said, I didn't mind the ending so much.
2: Yeah, I mean, because Dalton comes out of it, he's embraced by the mom, and then Patrick Wilson comes out of it. Everybody's like, "Oh, they came out from the further! Yay! Hey, let's make them spaghetti!" You know, because I think that's what Dalton says, like, "I'm always some spaghettios mm-hmm. or some shit." Yeah, isn't this where Lynn takes a picture of Dalton? Or well, takes uh, a picture.
3: they
0: uh, start putting everything back together, getting all their stuff collected,
3: and but like right th- when he got out of the chair, when he woke up. You know he checked on his hugging. Son, Everybody's hugging but looking. then he yeah, comes everybody. back down. Lin Shay's explaining to him, and she takes his picture. She's saying like, him. "Well, yeah, it's because he's
2: like, I thank you. I thank you for this." But yeah. So him. his
3: demon hadn't been following him the whole time. I think him going into the further reattracted the yeah. demon. Yeah. She's him. been waiting there in yeah. the She's further been, for him to. Because yeah. yeah. you can see Lin Shay was like, "What the fuck is this thing doing back?" Like, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, the way that she realizes it is that he hands her something. Yeah.
2: He's and she sees
3: she sees the nails
0: in the hand it's all like withered and old withered and, and, old. and old and you can see like dirt under the nails and shit mm-hmm. and that's what caused her to be like Fuck. snap
2: why'd you do that why did you do that why did you take a picture of mm-hmm. me oh love that the bitch.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: and then just does that high string shit again
0: stop following me with a sousaphone <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then you get Rose, uh, the wife's character. She comes around and you see Lin Shay in the co- chair, and she kind of turns that thing. you just see like Shea is there, like mm-hmm. staring up in fright, kind of like Nate's little story. And then you hear, uh, <laughs> oh, then you hear Patrick Wilson say like, you know, he says a line like, "What's the matter, honey?" or something like that, and then mm-hmm. just fade to black.
0: Yep, because uh, awesome. yeah, because she sees Lin Shay in the chair. She sees the camera is still in her hand. She looks at the screen. That's when you see the. That's when you see the old lady. And that's whenever he's like, what's the matter? Boom.
2: Yeah. And then you <laughs> hear <goes>, like... What? <laughs> the, 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 Sousaphone! What the, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> strings!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, uh,
2: yeah, it just cuts to Insidious and then credits roll.
0: Yeah. But yeah, not the, the, this Look. fucking movie, there's so much that goes for There's so many moments I'm just like, goosebumps. I, we're fucking talking about it. Yeah. But... Out of everything, the only thing that I don't like is the full reveal of the
3: demon.
2: Yeah,
0: everything else is perfect.
2: I agree. Don't with have me. to worry about it. Final thoughts? Yeah, let's do some final thoughts.
3: All
2: right, uh, let's do it. Let's hear yours, Jeff. I I really uh, I, I, I I'm amazed by this film. Uh, really am. Um, I, I I realized I didn't own it and I picked them up on Amazon. It was definitely a buy for me because, uh, like Ralph had said, they were on Netflix for a while there. I don't think they're on there anymore for some reason. I guess they. Uh, served their time and went off. I'm not sure. Something. But I bought the Blu-rays of them, and I appreciate what little there is on special features. It's nice to have whatever it was. It was interesting behind-the-scenes stuff. But, man, for the production of this film, at a modest budget, um, this thing just has all the fun of a, you know, a haunted house. Mm-hmm. It's an instant play during October. It's a great story that had serious legs for just being a single part, you know, part one, which is all I took it for when I first originally saw it. And I enjoyed it. It was a really definitely a fun ride that leaves uh, the door open for more, which I'm glad they did eventually return to because I uh, can't wait to talk about part two. Yeah. Um, the only problem that I did have was probably like uh, Ralph had said, mentioned earlier. Uh, the one thing I always take away that amazes me is that the guy, Joseph Bashara Basara, he does the music for this film, and mm-hmm. he part of his deal was I'll do the score maybe at low cost, maybe at no cost. I'm not too sure on those facts, but he wanted to play the demon
3: yeah
2: and he got the role oh,
3: that's cool. he got yep. the
2: role to play the uh, the lipstick demon, which I thought was awesome. I mean, man that's got to be cool for a composer to take that kind of uh, part in a film, you know mm-hmm. It's like make me the scariest fucking thing in the movie and. Darth uh, Maul. Yeah, <laughs> and the uh, the one thing I'll never build a shake is that goddamn imagery of the uh, the lady in the veil and mm-hmm. the black dress. I mean, that is just she uh, was fucking creepy. That is yeah. it, that's creepy shit that sticks with me. For some reason, I have a big weird creep feel uh, fear of um, the elderly. For some reason, the elderly fuck with me hardcore when they're played in certain tones like that. Like in Exorcist Three, yeah, uh, they play that kind of uh, thing. They they. The demons always uh possessed the catatonic elderly. So mm-hmm. it always fucked with me with uh, seeing that at a young age. And I loved how this film tapped into it. And uh yeah, I think one only one nil knocked one out of the fucking park with this film for me.
3: Ralphus.
0: Well for me this movie it's we've been talking about it for however long now, but fucking the movie is it's a fuck it's it's a really good entry. It's it's in one of my in my opinion it's one of James One's strongest ones. Um the setup, the characters, the cast, the the lighting, everything is to me perfect. Like I couldn't ask for any more in this fucking movie. And the demon, like, even like before the reveal, like hell, you get a full body shot of him when he's pointing at the bed, when he's just a black figure. And you yeah. see you see the fur on the on the legs. You see everything. And I had no problem with that. It's whenever you get him in color and he's in that, he's in that ending and the practical effects take him Appreciate uh, I appreciate it, but it just didn't look right. The fucking CG of him running on the wall. Didn't look right. Everything else for like those very quick, like if even two minutes worth of footage of just the demon, uh, full color, full body chasing, running, whatever have you out of the rest of the entire movie. It's a fucking amazing movie. And it's, it's definitely one hell of a r- buy for me. I, I rented it on Netflix whenever I saw it. I purchased it specifically for this episode because I didn't own it. But the movie, it's really, it's really done. It's done well, and for it to be shot in three weeks, even better. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it was only shot in three fucking weeks. That's awesome. And for it to receive another two more sequels after this. Psh.
3: Yeah, They're usually, doing something right. That's how it usually happens, man. I mean, budget constraints create genius, and sh- short sh- shooting schedules, you are on par with your mm-hmm. idea. You mm-hmm. don't have months to second short guess Short budget, yourself.
0: short time, you get creative. Yep. And Damn. they did. They got creative as fuck with this, and it did well for them.
3: Definitely. Nate? Oh, okay. Um, God, I guess I have to fucking hotwire my brain and do, like, uh, Clockwork Orange eye-opening surround sound thing because I just can't remember this fucking movie. I've seen it a lot. I've seen seen it enough times where I should remember it and that it's so forgettable and that I just watched it less than a week ago for this podcast and still cannot fucking remember anything but the ending. I think that kind of says where I stand. Uh, I don't like it. I don't think it's all that great. I wasn't mean, the, wasn't your cup of tea? No, I love these type of movies. I, if I was to say a movie that I enjoyed hardcore, that's kind of like this, is Sinister. I fucking really like the first Sinister. I thought that was a really smart movie until the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, like. The whole uh, bri- bridal, you know, the veiled figure moving closer kind of reminds me of the whole Sinister. <clears throat> maybe that's why I have a problem with it. I saw Sinister, I saw this, and then I just kind of... Probably thought they were one of the same, maybe? Pick, nah, maybe just pick and choose which I like out of which movie, which parts I enjoyed. Gotcha. I think that's why I'm having such a hard time with it. But I would recommend at least giving it the chance to watch it because it is, it does have fucking good cinematography. It does have wonderful direction. It does move along. There's just, like I said, when they go into the fucking further and they're bumping in all these statuesque people, that is fucking creepy. And I legitimately got goosebumps when we went over that part because that is fucking terrifying. The Veiled Lady, wonderful. It's so good that they fucking, how they decided to do her. But the main demon was a fucking letdown. Like I said, Darth fucking Maul. Um, so, yeah, listeners, I kind of come down that it's not for me, but I think everybody should at least check it out and see if it's for them. Alright, so this next movie that we're going into uh, is another James Wan movie, uh, and I guess we'll do this as a versus. (laughs) Boom! We're going to talk 2013 Conjuring real quick. This movie, however, I remember very well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go ahead. Really get into it. Yeah, he's going there. It was 2013. It was a dark, stormy night, and I went and saw this movie because Ed and Lorraine Warren. Uh I read their you books. You and me both I, saw this movie. I, yeah. Oh yeah. We. I was okay. with you. That's right, buddy. Uh, well, there goes my memory test. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I remember not really giving a fuck about the movie, and then I heard it was Ed and Lorraine and. Born and I was just like, oh fuck, like I was huge into them. I've read two of their two of their books, two yeah, or three of their Demonologists. books. Demonologists. Yeah. It's fuck I read their case study on um, Amityville? Yeah, no. It was a, kinda like a collection of their, oh, okay, gotcha. their stories. And then I read that Demonologist book uh, by Ed. But um it it's like that like immediately submerged me. And then I saw the rating and I was like, fucking PG thirteen, come Son on. Bitch. This movie after I watched it gave me hope for future PG 13 projects because it was fucking gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> Just to put it mildly, burly. <laughs> so, where'd you guys fall in on the. Well, Ralph, I know where you fell in, but. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners don't,
2: so let's hear it. Oh, I'll let.
3: Go ahead, Jeff. I'll let you go um, on that one.
2: James Wan. I saw James Wan was working on something. It was a period piece. It looked really Amity Me and the wife saw the trailer with the. Oh. And from that clapping trailer, <laughs> me and the wife couldn't, like, shut up about it. We were dying to get a glimpse at this film.
3: What's clapping in the dock?
2: <laughs> that was, like, the creepiest fucking trailer I had ever seen for a horror film in a long fucking time. And mm-hmm. I was really proud to see James Wan's name tagged to that. But what kind of caught me and was kind of weird was Leigh Whannell wasn't connected to it. Nope. So I was curious. He wasn't?
3: No, no this is uh, Chad
2: and Carrie Hayes. So I was really, oh, I yeah. was kind of like, okay, he's not working with Leigh. What the fuck's going on? What's going on? They're breaking up the, the duo, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, from that trailer, I was like, whatever they're working on, it's going to be unique. Right, exactly. Went and saw the film opening day with the wife, and we were just catatonic. It was just probably one of the coolest, scary films we had seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> Twin
3: brothers from Portland, Oregon.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, Boom. yeah.
3: Now
0: this movie I saw with like I saw with Nate I can't remember if it was opening night maybe a couple of nights later I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I know it came out night, uh, July nineteenth, twenty thirteen. Has a budget of twenty million, made back a hundred and thirty seven fucking million. Three hundred
3: eighteen. Oh, three Wow. Well, this is just the box office. Yeah, that's box office. Oh, that's box office. Yeah, domestic three hundred eighteen. No, 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 it's
2: worldly. global. Oh, global. Yeah. Okay, that's that's am Yeah, you're looking domestic. I'm looking domestic. Yeah. That's- that's but, huge money. But <laughs> for way. James
0: Wan to be tagged onto this, I was already, I was already on board the the hype train. But the thing that got me was the working title for it because it wasn't called The Conjuring. Actually, it was called The Warren Files. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Fuck, I forgot about it was that. called The
0: Warren Files. Yeah. And oh my god, like I'm right there with Nate. Like I fucking love the Warrens. Granted, I didn't read the books or anything, but where with my the where I where I stand when it comes to particular horror movies. Paranormal is where, is, is my bread and butter. That is my favorite. I love to get the chills. I love to get fucking goosebumps. Ju-on, Ring, Premonition, a bunch of them. Like, that is where I go to to get my biggest scare, even though it'd be something as tame as yeah, something that fucking tame. Goosebumps immediately. And it's, I love that kind of stuff. And this is right up my fucking alley. Granted, yeah, I was right there with Nate. PG thirteen, uh, yeah. fuck this. Yeah, but all actually, three of us were
3: complaining about the rating.
0: But I was looking at it. Uh, I was looking back at on my Blu-ray copy. It says rated R.
3: Yeah, they released a uh, extended. Uh, mm-hmm. In theaters, it was PG thirteen. Yeah, theaters, yeah. it was PG thirteen. Yeah. But I think they yeah, it was like unedited some or even something.
0: On, even
2: on IMDb, it's Saying carries R. or R. I yeah. don't know.
0: And it was advertised to us
2: as PG thirteen.
1: Fuck! What
2: the fuck? Really? Yeah. No, it says rated R on there. What took me back is the trailer with the clapping.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the the actress Lily Taylor. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I for some reason I remember her in uh, the Haunting with mm-hmm. the Liam Neeson and all that stuff. Yeah. So I didn't know we're. I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to expect with her in the in the you know in a in a main uh, starring role. Yep. Because. Uh, I don't know the haunting. I've been throwing on the haunting recently on Netflix just to go to sleep too, because oh, yes. it's just I don't know. Uh, when you go back to the haunting, it's just had these great set pieces, yeah. But the CG and everything else just ruins the fucking story. Well,
0: I don't. Yeah, there was some CG in it, but I don't remember there being a whole lot aside from a few, like pretty obvious ones, like the daughter in the lake and maybe one or two other things, but outside that, I don't remember them oh, being a lot the of It had the little CG. ghost
2: girl going through the curtains and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of that kind of shit that was That's just like, eh.
3: That's right. I remember now. <laughs> really? Okay, I'm looking at the parental guide for Conjuring. There's zero sex and nudity. The dead dog. It was giving an R-rated for scariness. <laughs> There's a four out of ten for <laughs> violence and gore. Profanity? There's four religious goddams, Jesus Christ, there's two mild obscenities, shit, and there's a minced oath. And then, while in bed, a girl complains about her sister farting. This constitutes our fucking rating? That's horrible. Fuck you, you sons of bitches. I hope you burn. Maybe the worst (laughs) part is me. NC-17
0: right there on our podcast. God God damn it. That just killed our podcast. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Uh, (laughs) I just don't don't get why... I
0: thought this was PG-13. It was. It was PG-13 because we were all complaining about it. It's just whenever they released it out they were like you know what fuck it rated R. Yeah Mm. because I remember
3: Conjuring 2 coming out as R and we were all like oh fuck yeah it's It's an R rated. Mm -hmm. And And it felt just as tame. yeah, Yeah very if not more. There's no fucks, there's no shits, there's no tits. I mean, mm-hmm. what? What? Con- there's, I don't even think
2: there's blood. The when Birds. she's being uh, possessed, she's spitting up all that blood, which is yeah. fucking horrific. And yeah, <laughs> oh, oh there you go. That's magical love that poster. Um, Bad. what I love about the Conjuring is, when as soon as we sat down for the ride, we get that little Annabelle story for the first five ten minutes. Yeah, yep. and I thought that was a great, great fucking way to set mm-hmm. up the warrants. That is the shit that screenwriters do and I'm glad James Wan gets to visualize it because whoever wrote that script and had that as a setup was genius. It's mm-hmm. like, let's play... We have a main story, but let's give you this fucking you know Side appetizer, story. this aperitif, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's just genius. That is the shit that you really admire because it's hard to crack a new egg. It's hard to give people originality and for some reason when you see James Wan tied to a project you're going to sit down and see some point yeah some kind of originality and that's always welcomed
0: oh yeah and the thing with James Wan is pretty much almost everything that he has made from what i can remember dead silence had a huge comeback and has spawned sequels dead silence I don't think it got a sequel. No, no, no. no, no. That was dead. Everything else, yeah. Everything Project else course. has got has made buku amounts of money and has gotten a sequel. And it's it's as though this whatever this man touches turns into fucking millions upon millions of dollars. It's like looking at that scene in Breaking Bad where the two guys, I can't remember their names, looking at the pile of money going, I'm going to do it, and he lays down on it. Just <laughs> kinda, all uh, I'm saying is Mexico. Yeah, that's all yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> that's literally what these producers are thinking. They see James Wan, they see that pile of money.
2: Yeah. Mm. I mean, even with this project, I don't think they could have estimated, you know, damn near half a billion dollars. Yeah. That's like fucking, that's big boy shit. That's Avengers. That's mm-hmm. Josh Whedon stuff. And here's James Wan doing this little 70s, warren files film and it just creates that horror stir that everybody was waiting for i mean come on it spawned a series that i can't wait to see grow because man what patrick wilson yet again uh, rejoining and what vera was able to bring as the warrens was just exquisite she's so Mm -hmm. gorgeous but ron livingston coming from office space and stuff like that yeah i mean him playing the dad character and lily taylor being the mom with their legion of daughters. I mean, <laughs> really? They, they really create this home space that was just so awesome. I mean, that's why I always laugh that, you know, I, I pay respect to black and whites and originals, but even going to Amityville and stuff like that, you can see failure or you see, you appreciate the growth that we've come to now in storytelling Yeah, because things do feel slower. Things do not have the wealth of shit that some of the films that we get today that are great. And I love the dynamics between the family, the way it's filmed, the way the actresses and the actors uh, carry these scenes. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just fucking amazing.
0: And they make you believe every minute of it. I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but the scene that I fell in love with the cast specifically is whenever Ed and Lorraine show up to the house. And they're like, what's that smell? Oh, we smell it all the time. smells like rotten eggs. Even though you can't fucking smell it. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. They make you believe that shit, and I fucking love that about this movie. regard You don't you don't have to be in it. Like if you put like a fucking forty headset, all that shit on me, I'm fucked. Yeah, <laughs> shit. I'm in for the ride. <laughs> this is exactly. the first
3: movie. Yeah, like you said, the acting's fucking superb in it. This is the first movie I saw Lily, uh, Taylor. Lily Taylor in Lily Taylor. that I liked. Yeah. I could not stand her in the haunting, Liam Neeson. Yeah. You know, the children, they're calling me. <laughs> Fuck yeah. off. And coming but this, her. she, like, I don't know if she's matured over the past 10 years. I mean, <laughs> I,
2: I'm pretty sure her goddamn audition must have just been, like, because she's so great in this. Like, she when really her is. when mm. the daughters go to school and she's playing with the little girl and they're playing the clap game together because, you know, she's like, I don't really want to do this. But, yeah. but then she bangs her knee on the banister. And you know she's like, oh shit! You know she's like, you know she plays mm-hmm. the mom character to the point, and that look on her face when she goes to the the little uh, closet. I mean, there, that that lady sold. I didn't
3: expect though when they were playing upstairs. That okay, I'm gonna go hide. <laughs> I thought there's the stair opening. Yeah, let's oh yeah, yeah. Goofy. She was gonna go over the so banister. Like, oh, <laughs> let's, let's hear Goofy, Ralph. <laughs> oh, man. it was like, it was destined right when to she ran out of the room closing her eyes i was like oh my god that kid's gonna fucking eat it <laughs> yeah but yeah that i mean that whole clap game Interludes into
2: such greatness. Oh, I mean, so many really great good. scares. I mean, I mean they, like,
3: I've never seen that game. What did they do? I've doing? never heard of that fucking game.
2: They find this, uh, the kids at the beginning find the cellar that way. hmm. Under then, the stairs, yeah. boarded up. Yeah. yeah. God. And then, then, the, the <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> There's yeah. so many great scares just with that fucking clap game, dude. Yeah. Yeah. For a
0: while, I was, I fucked with Nate on that. Like, after we saw the movie, I'm like, Nate, I'm going to follow you around and just go. He's like, "Don't you fucking dare!" He did that to
3: me in the parking lot, walking out of the movie. He got like behind me as I'm walking with my wife, and. <laughs> oh! Oh my <laughs> awesome. That's priceless. Fucking Ralph! Oh, One amazing. of these times, he's, he's lucky I don't pack. <laughs> like, that's all I'm gonna say. Guy keeps fucking with me.
2: I'm on fire. <laughs> right?
3: Fuck out! Fuck the warning! No shit. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, man, I mean the the clap game like is just the build up into this terror that's mm-hmm. going to happen. Yeah. And uh do they do the clap game first and then the moms like doing the chores and all the birds hit the fucking house? Uh, cuz she's like standing at the back window and like the, the birds... sheep no the sheep flies up into the window.
2: Oh, that's weird. That yeah, that's that's that's, that's, that's like, like the end. last third. <laughs> no idea
0: where <laughs> we are. That's like the last third of
3: the movie, yeah. <laughs> but no, the, the birds i don't think the birds start coming into it like later on either Dude, the scariest parts in this movie for me was when she first ended up in the attic or in the basement with the the can or with the, the match mm-hmm. yeah, yeah the match whatever. match. no, no you know you're right the first time and she's just standing there and out be right behind her you see these hands come out and clap and then uh the uh cabinet scene where the things above the cabinet oh yeah uh, oh the fuck the, the, you. Dre- the, uh, the dresser or whatever yeah dude that whole dresser scene is that's Shiva. Money. Oh gosh. So
0: yeah. Nice. Which by the way, played by our one and only Joseph Basara. Yeah. Lucky Again? bastard. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. That was like always got, like his That was I think that's his one request with every James Wan movie they ever do together is he's that he wants be to be the demon. He that's wants cool. to be the he wants to be the big bad. The and wizard. I'm willing to put money on it that he's the nun.
2: Hmm. I'm willing look, to I'll put wonder, the fucking money up. on it. That's that awesome. That. If you have to do that too, fucking lucky bastard <laughs> yeah. that was the I best re- part of that whole i really movie. hope they
0: make a fucking, uh fucking they make that, another fucking poster with the nun oh that'd be awesome
2: dude oh. that nun. same is
3: artist fucking terrifying yeah.
2: who's the artist's name uh randy ortiz
0: randy ortiz if you are listening to this please <laughs> these three dudes will be willing to pay top dollar for that fucking poster fuck yeah yes that'd be
2: awesome.
0: without it not even fucking joking dead serious Oh, it's not. It's, it's not, not him? Bonnie, it's him? Bonnie Aaron's. Oh, oh, God damn it. I lost he money. He had a chance.
3: <laughs> Hold on, let me Still, a get on that poster, dude, because that Here's my was wallet. The f- well, we'll talk about that next
2: but... <laughs> He accepts handjobs. Take my... Me? <laughs> 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 oh, Billy. <laughs> oh,
3: Billy. Oh, Billy. <laughs> You're gonna get me killed.
2: Uh, the production design on this film, I mean, Wow. Yeah, I mean, wow. I mean, golly, that was just
0: so cool. It's, that's the best thing you could do, just put it on fucking... I mean,
2: wow. I mean, wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. <laughs> Every frame of this film is just fucking gorgeous.
3: Yes. It really is. Even and how it, they film that twisted tree in the back. Oh, yeah. yeah. What the fuck? It's just a dead tree and it looks I love, scary as shit. That,
2: oh, I love that when the tree. little girl goes to the tree and she finds the music box at the mm-hmm. foot of it. And then, I mean, all these little knickknacks—the uh, the character design for Annabelle—great. I mean, if you see the real Raggedy end all that that the Warrens have, it's nothing compared. We need compared to take a
0: field trip to that to the oh, Warren Museum. That'd be awesome. It's not
3: far away, dude. It's I about know. F- Twelve and a half hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> three of us split three ways, drive, four, dude, hours, drive four hours. Dude, how you fly there
3: for like sixty-seven bucks? There we go. But we make a road trip. We can make. How many horror stops I'm can we make from there? Sitting in the car with a bunch of fucking snarters. <laughs> <her> this. <laughs>
1: it's like I had to start. <laughs> like, oh god, You spend
0: four hours of traffic with me, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll oh be fine. God. You did it for Texas Nightmare. <laughs> I did. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, there's no snarting in this movie though. But uh, uh, where are we going? Sweating. Where are we going
2: to the music box in the music the tree. box?
0: Talking about how oh. how amazing it looks. What the
2: one daughter that does the. Um, she gets the foot grabbed.
0: Yeah. Oh man, all oh. those scenes like
2: and she's like she sees whatever the fuck it is. like he's standing right behind uh-huh. you. All those cryptic scenes and the door slams. I mean, man, they had some really great scares in this film. Uh, the one girl that would uh, sleepwalk and bang her head against the fucking oh, fuck closet. That. Oh, that led to that one scene that Nate was just talking about where you get the the huge. You know your kid's
0: gonna start sleepwalking oh, just for that scene. Man. Just kind of
2: divorce. <laughs> um, I'm out. Before we had, uh, before me and the wife had our our daughter, my son would sleep well, he would, you know, he would lay between us and go Mm -hmm. to sleep in the bed with us. And then one day, uh, one night, he was knocked out and he wakes up and I I was just like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You're standing up in the bed. I keep pulling him down. He kept on trying, he he fought me to stand up in the bed. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And like, He got off the bed and I was just like, where are you going? Where are you going? He goes to uh, his mom's side of the bed and he's just there between the window and the bed. And I'm like, I'm reaching for my cell phone, like trying to shake him and wake him. I put a light on him. And he just looks at me and smiles. And then he just pisses himself. What? Yeah. This happened to you? Yeah. In this house. <laughs> and, 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 and like the wife is like, what the fuck is going on? What do we do? What do we do? She's like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? do, we do? And I'm like pissing and all. I just I just grab him and hold him. And How all that. He... And uh, like five almost six oh, Jesus. i'm
0: almost scared enough to ask did you record
2: this i mean no We. i just i mean it was just that rare sleepwalking moment he had it was just like borderline scary shower oh, chills just thinking and about I just, this i just grabbed him and held him and you know i was just like do you know who you are do you know what you're doing like until he could just come before he can like become coherent again and slowly he got there and then you know i'm bathing him and he's kind of, like, slowly going, like, where am I? What happened? And I was just like, dude, I don't know what the fuck. And I don't know if it was a result from me that a fever or just sleepwalking or where the fuck. But it was, like, one of the most terrifying things my kid ever just did, you know, like, ever. Um, but, yeah, dude, that, that, that was, you know, obviously we saw Conjuring way before that. But it was, like, one of those things that struck a chord because you have things that are a la Exorcist. Yeah. The Regan fucking pissing scene. And then you have the sleepwalking shit and then you have Kid just looking dead at you with cell phone light, only thing, oh, that's the only light that was on him. And he's just staring right at you in smiling. your eyes and smiling and laughing. And it was just like a cryptic giggle laugh. And I was just like, man, it was scared. I mean, yeah, you asked, you asked the wife about it and she just goes full on like scary shit. Son up <laughs> shit, dude. But yeah, this when it taps into <sighs> shit like this about kids being possessed or seeing things that we don't see, yeah, that it, it, it strikes a chord nowadays. That's so, an yeah. interesting thing because
3: Sammy wanted to rewatch Insidious just last night to get mm-hmm. fresh and for the podcast, and I was like, you know, I'm not watching that movie. And she was like, why? I was like, we have a fucking kid, a brand new newborn baby, like, and she's like, so what? I was like. Ah. Look, I don't believe in a heaven or hell, but I do believe in a spiritual realm, and I do believe things can attach to it. And you bring bad shit in your house watching this type of shit. I was like, I, I'm not going to take a chance with newborn. You want to put on Halloween? Put on Halloween all day, but like demon movies. Looks like we're holding off on the Ouija board section. <laughs> <laughs>
2: not, not my house, motherfucker. Oh, wait till you see that. Did y'all see the trailer for that new Ouija board film? Nope. Oh, we will talk about it later. <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was an interesting trailer uh, for the next Ouija board thing. They're going nice. to come out in theaters
0: let's reminisce and back to conjuring real quick. Yeah, definitely. This movie is like visually amazing. And with all the little nods to everything, the fucking, the jukebox, the, or not the jukebox, the fucking, the music, the music box with the kid that's possessed in that one. And just, there's so much going on in this movie. Kind of like how insidious was where there was just so many poltergeists trying to get to this fucking house. Yeah, It's just, it's, and entertaining. It's fucking
2: fun, and this is all without the warrants being pulled in yet. That's why I was amazed they were able to go so fucking far. Yeah, without her actually getting to the point where she even had knowledge of like that's where she needed to go, mm-hmm. which I thought was really smart.
0: Oh yeah, and the way that they get get the warrants to come to the house was pretty fucking entertaining as well because they're talking about another case file that they had where he spoke the best Latin I've ever heard. Yeah. You know, and the, the cross shows up upside down in his arms and he's bleeding from the eyes. That's a fucking case I want to see too. Yeah. Granted, they touch up on it on the sequel, but still.
2: What was interesting is that though, he later explains it to Ron Livingston that uh, when they did the possession, it lasted like days mm-hmm. and that the man didn't have family. He didn't have loved ones, so he didn't have anything to tie him to wanting to stay into this to world this wor- or, yeah. to this realm, to yeah. this world. And I thought that was ingenious. Cause like mm-hmm. he knew that that was like what Lily Taylor's character had to like really tap into and to pull forward, to keep her, to fighting. keep her tethered. Yeah.
0: And yeah, no, they just, it, that scene is kind of, it, it's not exactly a foreshadowing of what's to come, but it gives you an idea of what they're going to be using later with that possession. Yeah. You don't realize it at the get-go, but as soon as you get to that scene, you do, you get it. Yeah, you know, and just them pulling them in or convincing them to come to the house. They finally come to the house, and then that's when you get that scene that I was just talking about a little while ago. They walk in. What's that smell?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It smells like rotten eggs. It's it, it comes and goes, but it's normally really strong in these particular areas. Well, that's it's the smell of sulfur. Yeah, you know. And they're like, "Oh, why are these why are these doors slash Oh, they open and close all day and all night. Oh, uh, anything else? Yeah, there's this knocking.
2: Does it always come like that in threes?
0: Yeah, always in threes, till about till daylight.
2: It's well, like it,
0: it's supposed to be mocking the Holy Trinity. Which, then again, if you think about that, all my neighbors are mocking the Holy Trinity because every time they come over, knock. <laughs> <laughs>
1: fucking
0: dicks. Dick? Would I like if they play
2: that whole scene out with the Warrens and Ed's so fucking uh, analytical and all that kind of mm-hmm. shit, but then you go back to Lorraine's point of view and she sees like the dark smoke behind yeah. the mom as, and then as behind going the from
0: one person to the next person and the then she person. sees
2: uh, Bashira hanging That's the tree Bashira hanging by the tree outside, all that shit. That
0: was a creepy thing right there. Shh. Whenever she's standing out by the tree and Ed walks up. And he's like, "Everything all right?" And all you hear is this, or not, not that, not that particular sound, but the rope—like something's like tightening or swinging on a rope—and all you see is the feet next to his head. Yeah. He just bumps again. <laughs> oh.
2: And again, the character's design for Bushiba was like broaded lady witch, thing? Uh,
3: Mary Towne Essley. She was uh, really was supposed, that? That was a real witch that burned during Woo! the witch trials, Woo! hung during the witch trials. So this is supposed to be a relative. Of that person. Jesus. Yeah. No. Was
2: Jesus. she well hung?
3: <laughs> You're about to answer that Whoa. seriously. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Um, There's our zinger for the night.
1: <laughs> what was
2: weird what was she is... Was well uh, hung? <laughs> I don't
3: know.
1: It was
2: the sailing time.
3: <laughs> it was, so you let go of those. I'm sure something was hung.
2: The weird thing was... a. Uh, Ryan Gosling had a part in this film. What?
3: Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah. Uh, once the explain. Warren, well, when the Warrens take the case. Yeah. Um, that one moment where they're all setting up all the gadgets and shit through the house. Yeah. The only modern song is Ryan Gosling's band, The Dead Man's Bones. Really? Uh, they play that song that's from... Uh, I've that's never Ryan. noticed that. Yeah, it's... Everything else is period, but that yeah. one song where what they're the setting fuck? up, it's a song from uh, his band. So what he technically... The highest grossing film Ryan Gosling's ever came out in was <laughs> was The Conjuring. <country, laughs> <you know? laughs> so take that for no. that that yeah. I mean, Notebook. He, 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 he That would not make three hundred fucking million dollars. Google it. I'm on it.
3: <laughs> you better get this before it before it fucking ends. I'm oh, there. <laughs> <laughs> Up. And we have an answer. The Notebook in 2004 made... 115. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us at Deep in the Horror of Texas. The More You Know, featured by Deep in the Horror of Texas. That was such a beautiful a dick, movie. <laughs> there you
2: go, man. That's the highest grossing fucking film ever. Well, thank God. Horror is
3: overtaking love
2: stories. Let's do this. If only Ryan Gosling could have starred in the goddamn thing. But hey. What about that? Drive? No. Not that kind of... He didn't make that kind of money off of that, though. No, that's amazing. Shit. You couldn't throw a rock without somebody fucking seeing The Conjuring. (laughs) Sure. Right? I mean, I'm sorry. I'm like... Okay. Oh, shit. I'm looking at the notebook. (laughs) (laughs) So, James Garner
3: grabs a hold of the... (laughs) I love that scene. (laughs) It's great. And she crawls into bed with him. They die. (laughs) All Uh, right. Did you know that the... uh, the people who own this house are actually suing the fuck out of this movie. It's still Yeah, because people happening. keep showing up to the fucking house to take pictures and... Leaving demonic fucking taggings on their fucking walls. Yeah. And All right, so. Yeah, I'd sue too. But, uh, right. yeah, the people keep fucking with... It. I mean, it's the same as the Texas Chainsaw oh, remake. They but they
0: know. fucking embraced it. They're like, well, let's turn this into a well, better they No,
3: they actually put up, you cannot come down this road signs Really? Because people start chipping the fucking pillars what? to take rocks off of it. Great. Idiots. Uh, uh, this
0: is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> no. Damn
3: it, Helen! <laughs>
0: Helen Keller. But no, the 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 setup for whenever the Warrens get there, explaining this is what's going on, this is what's happening, this is why we're down here, and then you see everything from Lorraine's point of view uh, with the fucking Bathsheba hanging from the fucking tree. Then they do the interview with the husband and wife, yeah, and they're like, all right. Yeah. When did it
2: happen? Start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. Yeah.
0: And it's just...
2: I love, I love the revelation when they play it later. Mm-hmm. And like the wife's voice is not there. Yeah, she's not there anymore. And it's like, what? <laughs> but What was weird is that they got the cop involved. They had a police officer yeah, kind I of be like an was, escort. He, or kind that of,
0: felt a little out of place, was the cop being there. Grand, I understand he was supposed to be what? kind of to alleviate the tension. It's just to... Like, right. His purpose for the character in the movie is... To give you somebody to laugh at,
2: I, I guess because it was like you already had the gadget guy. Mm-hmm. But why did you need like like was it for safety for the Warrens or safety for the family? But supernatural safety, it was like
0: I think it was. I, I really don't know. You know. I don't remember I, them I, really explaining as to just, why he's just, there. He just shows up.
2: Yeah, I just question it. Unless
0: unless any of you listeners might know, let us know on the Facebook page. You know, just tell us where we got wrong on it. Because if
2: anything, he. Brought a shotgun yeah. to fucking be what like levitated to and possessed a, and fired at the fucking people that were brought like, a shotgun to a ghost fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Demon fight. No, Demon I, I like yeah. when the I like when they're waiting and they're all everybody's on pins and needles and then you hear one of the bells ring and then you see the guy come out. And he's like just flushing the toilet. <laughs> like <laughs> like took a shit and he's like, what? What I do? <laughs> <laughs> what I miss? Can't go to the bathroom.
0: It's like damn. Doing watching them do the setup for everything, like it just made me want to do the ghost hunting bit oh, because, yeah. granted, there's no like degree for that, but it just looks like so much fucking yeah. fun.
2: And I love the fun they did with the cinematography. Like you went with the camera as they like went into mm-hmm. the cellar and stuff, and you know best you may... fucking HD camera I've ever fucking Fuck, seen. Yeah. Better like, than my fucking iPhone. <laughs> I was like, Damn, really good footage, <laughs> right? Um, there's a lot of good scares as they're investigating the house. I mm-hmm. mean, you had the flash bulbs and you saw the little boy falling the girl up the stairs. Yeah. You had that great hair pulling scene where mm-hmm. she's just pulled all around the house. I mean, but the one scare that kind of stuck out as kind of being a little bullshit was the uh was the maid?
0: You're talking about whenever the whenever the officer like, goes into the fucking laundry room. Yeah, you know, like,
2: she made me do this. Yeah, and that I was, was
0: like, eh. Yeah, that was a bit of a bulge. Oh, hold on, we talking about the big one or the skinny one?
2: The skinny one. The skinny one, yeah. Because the other one was the mom, like the little boy that's hiding in the music box thing, his mom is the one that killed her son in the cellar, and that's the one that she sees when Lorraine falls down. That, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Okay. when she falls down to the cellar and you had that, man, that's probably one of the scariest scenes for me was uh, when she falls to that between the walls.
0: Not a broken bone scene. Yeah, <laughs>
2: but she comes out underneath that table and then... You see that turn reveal of that lady, yeah. the, the larger woman that's underneath the table with her. Mm-hmm. And you see the terror in the lady, the ghost's eyes when you see the the feet drop. And they do that weird oh. turn float. That was just <sighs> awesome. Because you're already in Dark Love Cellar. It. And, God, all those builds and shots are just done so well.
0: Yeah. James Wan cannot do any wrong with this.
2: Dude. I mean you have like mortis varicose vein feet hanging yes. right there at the table and you see the way they twist and stuff and you hear like the like you said, the creaking of the rope. Like that was some scary shit. But then you go to a quick close shot of Besheba and you see like her hair and her fucked up eyes and she's mm-hmm. like like just fucking floating towards you and shit and then grabs her necklace. All these little build scenes are just like fucking masterful, dude. Yeah. I mean like I mean like Stephen King writes this shit, and this guy's over here bringing him to, like, visual life. Mm -hmm. It's It's
0: fucking amazing. Like, the amount of magic this man makes for these movies is fucking astounding. Yeah. He he makes it work so fucking well, and he still has the creep factor without making it seem like over over the top, uh, underwhelming, cheesy. He just, he knows how to hit that sweet point, that sweet spot with all these, with all these, like, creep factors, these scares, the jump scares. Yeah, they're, Regardless of what horror movie you watch, there's always going to be that one stupid one, like you said with the, with the man. Look what she made me do. You know?
2: That's, it, it fucking happens.
0: Yeah. So like, hell, Insidious, the demon. Yeah. Or, or at least for me, well, the demon.
2: Well, speaking to what you were saying, how did you feel? How did y'all both feel about the possession scene? Because how many times have we seen uh, an exorcism scene? Mm. Like how many countless times have you seen a movie and they do their own little shtick at what Exorcist did, mm-hmm. you know? What William freakin' directed, perfectly. Yep. I well, mean,
3: for me, fucking uh,
2: <clears throat> the best
3: Exorcist scene of all time is always Exorcist, where she yeah flops down Ben and, <sighs> and her oh. eyes turn white and the big lump in her throat. Mm-hmm. Nothing can touch that. So I don't know. I saw Exorcist when I was like eleven or twelve, so that is stuck with me. That is your fucking. Uh,
2: that's like the that's that, the bar. Yeah, that, that's where it's set. What this is think? a
3: good one though. It's a it's a hell of a decent one. I've seen a lot of exorcism, Like Jeff said, we, we've all seen a lot of exorcist movies, exorcist possessions. Mm. Now, on the lower rung, you have like Constantine. <laughs> there you go. This is this is really good. What do you really mean, Constantine? You were in that fucking movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I came here personally to drag you to hell. <laughs>
3: no, uh, this is a good exorcism scene. I actually enjoy the possession and all that shit. This so. is
0: one of my favorite ones. I really enjoyed it.
3: You're talking about when they exercise the chair. Oh yeah, when the oh, yeah, yeah. chair coming. I mean, that's fucking really fucking good. Because okay, I mean, you have. I was, her... I was thinking possession.
2: That's where I always. Because you always see like what, well, the possession you... still pretty good too. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Like that build up to that scene oh, where dude. Lorraine is out there doing the laundry. That was great cinematography. Granted, the the, the fast forward of time watching the clouds that was kind of stupid. But mm. what can you fucking do with that, you know? But just
2: the e- sheet to the figure. The sheet, yes. Oh. And then from the figure. Hit the, to the hit, window
0: and then the sheet disappears and there you see that's sheba
2: that's dope dude and the way the body just like floats above her oh. and yeah. she's mm-hmm. like and just throws up in her fucking mouth
3: yeah yeah. but yeah the exorcist scene where they have it tied in the the, the basement's is fucking great
2: what, what I thought was smart is that in exorcist you see everything yeah and that's awesome that's that's bar mm-hmm they cheated us in this one but they escalated it by putting the sheet over her I think because mm-hmm. yeah. like, it just aided to the mystery of what the fuck is going to yeah. happen under there?
0: yeah and then yeah they did cheat us because like you said in, in the exorcist you see it you see it as it's happening with this one yeah they, they cover the sheet on her face and you get like an idea of what's happening under the sheet you see her spit out the blood I can't remember what it was that triggered her to rip the sheet I think it was
2: like, it tears a bit, right?
0: Yeah, it tears a bit. I don't know what triggered it. it I think him, it's... Him saying the... I think it's, like, him saying, reveal yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's whenever he's yelling, reveal yourself, and all of a sudden, the, the bedsheet rips, and you see the face. Yeah. So, yeah, you do, you do get cheated on the actual transformation, but... You still get to see what she becomes.
2: Because when I originally saw it, I thought they were trying to take a cheap way out. Because maybe you're not relying on the actor's ability to sell the scene. Mm-hmm. So it's like let's cover the fuck up, so I could, you could just mm-hmm. you know we could just use sound design. Yeah. But or, it. Or
3: then you go, oh well, maybe the makeup sucked. Or there's so
2: many exactly. when they
3: hide something, there's so much that goes into a, a viewer's mind. Exactly. Like, fuck what what happened? What? Oh
2: oh, this is a good scene.
3: You know, fucking the buildup is what it was all about. Where at first you think you're getting shaded.
2: Because, I mean, everything kind of falls almost <clears throat> toe for toe for, like, you know, shot for shot for what the exorcist does. You see the levitation of the chair, mm-hmm. but they took it a step more. They flipped the chair upside down, had it bang yeah. on the, the rafters or shit. And I thought that was smart. But then when you had the sheet tear, you saw it wasn't the mom anymore. It was actually, like, bashiba's like, yeah, visualized whatever the fuck, you know, like, through that moment. I, I mean, keep looking at
3: that poster. That was me like, too. <laughs> like, as we're talking about the whole movie, I'm like, when are we going to get to that scene? No shit, right? <laughs> like That's the one that's fresh.
2: But, man, dude, uh, I mean, the whole reason she's there is to kill the two daughters. One daughter gets rescued, but the little one's the one that gets underneath that crawl space. Mm-hmm. That was the shit that I, I guess. I wonder
0: how the fuck the kid got under there.
2: Yeah. Like, she just. Found I can not
0: imagine, him. like. I, I don't know.
2: Like, why the fuck hide there? You know.
0: How did you get under the fucking kitchen table?
2: Because well, that's how they got.
0: That's how. That's where uh, the Asian guy found her.
2: Yeah, because he breaks. I thought he broke the floorboard. right? He did. But he breaks. How the floor. Did she get? Th-
0: he he's looking for her and he hears her crying under the floorboard, and so he he's like, I found her, and he starts he starts going at it with the fucking whatever he has at the time, and he ends up getting to. her. He's like, she's under the table, or she's under the. The floorboard's in the kitchen. And
2: that's when Bathsheba looks around like... (gasps) I thought she ran down to the... uh, uh, Whatever. But yeah, it was weird that she ends up down there. She ends
0: up down there. And Bathsheba, whenever she breaks free, she ends up like doing a very good Spider-Man crawl in comparison to what happened in Insidious and goes into the hole that Lorraine just fell out of earlier in the movie and just shoots up.
2: Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? She's (laughs) going through all the fucking attic spaces to get to. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. And even, like, the, you know, the eventual, you know, release from the Mm -hmm. possession was actually done very well, I thought. Yeah. Because, I mean, Ed can't reach her. He can't place hands on her. Mm -hmm. Uh, The girl's out of reach. The the little girl's out of reach. But it was awesome that Lorraine does that outreached hand and just able to place one hand on her head and trying to get her to remember the family. remember that tether. And that was beautiful, I thought. I mean, it was just done well.
0: It was a, it was a, that was a beautiful scene oh, for
2: them not throwing Jesus and spiritualism and all this shit down your throat the whole mm-hmm. time. It was a beautiful way to capture it and portray it in this film. I thought.
0: Yeah, and they they did a really good fucking job with it. Hell, even the entire like trying to get her out of the house before that, they tried to get her out of the house and it is just burning. Oh yeah, bucket.
2: that was awesome. They
0: won't let her leave. Yeah, and then she takes off. Or, uh, did she did she? Break uh, that's when she does before? that weird
2: drag back down into the... Oh, uh, uh, yes, yeah. but she's like yelling, help me. Yeah. Yeah, that's that right. Awesome. That's
0: right. That's right. But, yeah, no, this movie, I I might be, I don't know. I just, I feel as though this movie cannot do any wrong with, a, with the exception of a few mishaps and missteps here and there, but as a whole, this is by far my favorite out of all of James Wan's movies any possession film with the exception of Exorcist and maybe one or two others. This is in my top. Yeah. This is, if you want to watch a horror movie, this is, and you come to me, this is one of the ones I'm going to throw at you. I'm going to throw this one, Exorcist, Poltergeist, Evil Dead, just for shits and giggles, mm-hmm. depending on which one I'm feeling. But yes, this is one of my top favorites and I will, I can sit down and watch it every goddamn day for the rest of my life and be able to still be enjoyed by it. Gotcha, man. But, no, this it's done so well, and the fact that they made a sequel just made it so much better.
2: Yeah, I'm glad they spawned a series. Do I like the spin-offs? Probably mm-hmm. not Annabelle. too much. <clears throat> I tried yeah, the, to revisit the. Uh, I,
0: I you know I actually have not watched Annabelle. The moment I was told, "Oh, James Wan, James Wan's not directing it." Fuck no. Yeah. sorry. Yeah, you know, I'm sure it would play great because it ties into the story. Kinda of like how Marvel's doing like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like you have the main Avenger storyline, but then you have all these branch offs. Yeah. This isn't a branch off I care for. Yeah. I'd rather stick with the main storyline.
2: Yeah, I don't think it played right.
3: Yeah, I, I guess. I never no, watched no, no. it. And I already saw Dead Silence. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> so
3: let's uh do some final thoughts.
2: Yep. Um uh, as to speak to what Ralph said, this is probably one of the best damn supernatural films to come out. I'm glad James Wan was at home because it just stands up that much more to um, what the man's career eventually led to. Um, what was awesome to remember uh, talking about this episode is that I'm so kind of in awe that the 70s does hold such a true supernatural thing, Amneville. Exorcist, all these things kind of carry in this weird period, and I think they're always done so well that I'm kind of, like, scared that we'll probably never see a good Supernatural film take place, like, more in present time, because I think cell phones and modern technology just kind of ruin that kind of shit, which kind of just leaves you at, like, man, we're, you know, hopefully the originality or somebody comes along to really keep this ball and this whole fucking sub-genre of horror Mm -hmm. trucking. Um, the one letdown for me was the maid scene, and I don't like how the gadget guy has come back into the house, and then he do that whole fucking birds hitting the fucking house shit. I, yeah. I'm, I'm really over that whole thing, with like, I understand one bird. Ooh, creepy. Yeah, cool. Magnetic fills, things getting thrown off by supernatural forces. Cool. But when you have, like, flocks of birds hit a fucking building because of blah, 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 I don't like how that always plays out. Yeah,
3: that and they use it in fucking everything. 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 Yeah, yeah
2: that's just a buzzkill for me. Sometimes when they do that in a horror film, it's like a. I mean, just leave it out. I think. Yeah. It, it does more harm. It than, would have done better without it. Yeah, it does more harm than good. Or hell, if you
0: want to really mix it up,
2: make it bugs. I think they. they I mean, they pulled it off well, having the dog kind of kill itself outside. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, "Whoa, man, no, that fucking dog really didn't want to be on this property." <laughs> 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 Which says a lot, you know. Yeah. That's enough of the animal shit. But this film I don't know it it doesn't do wrong. it's yeah. a great stand up piece, and like uh, I'm really glad it's a series that's being picked up, yeah,
0: no, I agree with you, one hundred percent um for me, this movie it is a must buy period hands down i'll if they make like an ultra four k edition, I will buy it oh, if they make an ultra eight k edition I'll fucking buy it. you know you have something on your hands when When the movie was shown in the Philippines, they had to hire Catholic priests (laughs) to bless the goddamn theaters to show this movie. The country I am from has to do that shit just to show the fucking movie because people were that freaked out about it. This house, there was eight generations of families that have lived in that house. And all of them had lived and died in the house before the parents ever got there. The people that the movie is on. Like tons of suicides there was deaths two included uh, there was two documented suicides a poisoning death a rape and murder of an 11 year old girl two drownings a passing of four men who froze to death on the property it is the most deaths occurred within the Arnold family from which Bathsheba Sherbin was descended from wow location 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 exactly (laughs) you do not fuck with this woman's land oh shit (laughs) My only question: What was up with the fucking teapot? What that was the sp- that's the spinoff that I want to know about. The whenever it shows the scene where mis- Mr. Warren is putting the music box in his little collection of haunted shit, there is a teapot right next to it. Whoa. Oh. <laughs>
3: I want the yeah. teapot story. <laughs> I want to see that sequel. All, all these masks and cell, skeletons and scary shit, and Ralph wants to know where the kettle came from, for Christ's sake. I want the, the monkey. monkey. <laughs> the monkey would be cool. The monkey shines. Yeah, there you go. There you go.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. The I had to throw that in there. Yeah, that been... But it's, again, this movie... Don't oh. touch the teapot. Don't touch the teapot.
1: But it's I a, want it's a vessel you. for
0: evil. <laughs> This is my handle. This is my spot. Um, the fucking... <laughs> Go away, Barbara. <laughs> um, but this movie, it is it is my top favorite. It is a must-buy. I urge you to watch this fucking movie. Conjuring 1, amazing. Conjuring 2, must-watch. Yeah. This movie, like, I don't... If you don't like it, cool. At least you gave it a shot, yeah. you know? Like you are with fucking the Evil Dead remake. You don't really particularly care for it. But, but at it. least you gave it a shot. Yeah, definitely. And that's how I feel with this movie. You give it a shot because you made the attempt because it's a good fucking movie. Andy's I'm repeating hair, myself.
3: Andy's hair will turn gray if he watches this movie. <laughs> he's, it seriously will. He's not a he's not a big <laughs> horror fanatic. Gotcha. Uh, no, Michael, Michael
0: Evans will, loves these movies. Hell, i got to get him on here one day. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But
3: Nate, before I start, gambling, hey you know. everybody's everybody's already said what I was going to say. This movie's a fucking beast, man. Yeah. Uh, the acting's on point. The cinematography's on point. The music's on point. The strings are on point. The <laughs> is on point. Let's keep this shit going. And then you get in a bile. Well, mm. <laughs> bummer. But going just for this movie, the ending is something that I was goddamn just fucking frothing at the mouth when it says they're going to investigate a case in Long Island, I knew right then and there, fucking Amityville, dude. And I was like, yes, James Wan doing Amityville. Please, God, manifest fucking destiny. Like, we finally are <laughs> going to get a good fucking Amityville. Because I love that story. I've read the fucking book on it. I've researched it. I go nuts into this shit. And when I start researching... uh when I start researching cases from Ed Laurie, and Warren, I always get sucked into Amityville. So when the end of this movie said that, I just... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Hell
0: yes. Like uh, every fan at the end of Batman Begins, he left his calling card. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. It was
3: just like, Whoa. oh my God, Easter egg. I can't wait. Thankfully, this movie did fucking tits. It fucking did amazing box office. And we got the sequel coming up. So, yeah, I mean... Th- the boys already hit everything, I was going to say. This movie's fucking incredible. It's creepy as shit. Yeah, there are some... I'll tell you one thing, Jeff. The only time I've seen the bird hitting the window effect work was Dark Skies, where it's nah, she's just yeah. looking at the window and BAM! Like, Bang. all the birds hit the window. Not just one and then a bunch. It was just all at once. So I need to watch that. They, uh, you know... They, they had only, I can only think of maybe a cliche moment here and there, but yeah. not a lot of it. it. It doesn't feel like it belongs. That's the only thing that bothers me. Yeah, absolutely. The dog dying was enough yeah. to let you know, what the fuck? Okay, something's wrong. Um, conjuring versus Insidious. I'm going Conjuring all fucking day. I, even though I didn't talk a lot during this podcast, I haven't had a lot of sleep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, that's a. It's a beast, man. It fucking beats Insidious hands down. Yeah, and it's a must buy. Sorry. Yeah, I I agree one hundred percent. It's
0: Conjuring hands down my favorite fucking movie. Granted, I enjoyed Insidious. This is have the falling
3: out the end for you. Yeah.
0: Well, like again, like you only, it's only like three minutes, four minutes tops with that particular demon. Granted, I was told he makes a return in the later sequels. I've seen it, but that first one did so well for me, but Conjuring beats it out. Yeah, One, two, punch, down. Done. Conjuring, right there.
2: Um, I'm going to agree with you. Conjuring. I think both are very great examples of original storytelling. I love the astral projection idea with the haunted boy and all that shit. I think that's genius. For the me, it's not haunted. It's your boy. And that's awesome. It's something we hadn't seen before, and I think that's the kind of shit I really like is when you get to see that thing that you haven't seen before. And with the conjuring, I'm sorry, the Warrens, everything they're involved in, it's gold mine. Mm-hmm. It's things that have let's let's have fictionalized entertainment wrapped around history and actual events. And yeah. I think that's where your money lies in a la Titanic and shit like that. If you can create these stories and have the entertainment value that's that's awesome. That's what we pay to see. That puts asses in seats, and this uh, film put a lot of asses in seats. I mean, when you talk those kinds of three hundred million dollar fucking films, you expect things like you know Die Hard or some shit like that. You to have a horror film hit those kind of numbers is it's it's awesome.
3: Yeah. yeah, and one thing that drives me nuts uh, is people will be like, oh, you know, and Lorraine were there, but you know the it, the story didn't go this way. Yes, but if you told the original story, it's not fucking, it's not a huge entertainment value. Yeah, creepy shit happened while they were there. Yeah, they did an exorcist, uh, exorcism and all this shit. And yeah, the 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 meat of the fucking thing is, is a little embellished, but the bones are there. And that's the storyline. And that's cool to me.
2: Uh, one of the cool uh, bonus features on the Blu-ray is to actually talk to the actual family. Mm-hmm. From Perron? Yeah. Uh, when they talk to, per- yeah.
3: to Perron or Perron, P E R R O N, Perron. They talk to they talk to all the Same.
2: daughters. Uh I mean, they talked to everybody mm-hmm. in the in the documentary or the little behind the scenes thing, and it yep. was awesome because it just gives you know, it gives you insight yeah, yeah, as to what you, actually yeah, happened. Yeah, it was just awesome to think like, man, you know, what
3: that, if? Yeah, I love on that Blu-ray
2: where it shows their pictures and the people playing. Mm-hmm. Them that, back was and awesome. forth, that was awesome. Those fucking yep. eerie as shit, but awesome. And again, a little Australian guy, James Wan. Yeah. Knocking shit out of the fucking part left yeah, and right. And, and and I mean that motherfucker really just escalates and um,
0: like I would just love for a day just to just hang out with him. Yeah. Pick around in his little pick around in his brain and just be like, what makes what is what is your formula? You yeah. Know? I mean, Why are you making so much success? Because I would love to
2: follow you around. I'm just you amazed know? like how many things are inspired by like mm-hmm. t- what films that inspire him to see things a certain way but then also just like man that wealth of knowledge just to like create like this scene that we talked about with the uh where lorraine's with the bed sheet and stuff like that. having that happen in one scene is fucking genius yeah and to visualize it shoot it not have the cg look shitty yeah i mean that is just fucking. Awesome.
3: I think I did comment to you in the theater when that bedsheet flew up into the window. I was like, "How the fuck did they get that bedsheet to do that so perfectly?" Ralph's like, "I think it was CG." I was like, "It didn't look fucking fake at all." I thought they like put it in like an air vent, <laughs> <laughs> like fucking like air t-shirt gun, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look fake. I mean, it like the waves, the ripples, and the yeah. even the wrinkles in the sheet that's are all awesome. present. So it's like, okay, that's. Flowing, yeah, because it
2: matches the other shit that's around too, which was awesome. I Perfect. was like, "Wow, it's cool."
3: That's I just not thought about
0: that. Whenever it hits the fucking window and it like slides off, two thoughts went through my head. Like the moment the bedsheet hits and it's sliding away,
1: <laughs>
0: that and like the moment you get the reveal that Bathsheba's in there, you hear the violins. <laughs> Damn. awesome. Yeah.
3: Um, it's a different beast, man. It's a great. It really music. is.
0: Oh
2: my God! Oh, is it that, that time, time again?
0: God damn it! Really? That's it.
2: It was a fun episode, guys. Oh my God! It's it so a long, long episode.
3: fun. Yeah, we got into it. So yeah, next week, uh, tune in. We're going to tackle
2: Conjuring Two and Insidious Two. Nice. Awesome! And I that, can't wait. That should wrap up our series. Yep. Unless we're going to cover that last fucking Fast and the Furious film. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hey! hey Alright guys,
2: so from all of us to all of you, this is Jeff. This
0: is Nathan. And this is Ralph. Keep it scary. Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like us on Facebook and Twitter. And if you like what you hear, leave a review on the iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And above all, remember
1: to keep it scared.
2: So we tell him to slide
1: by Did I start?
3: It started on air. <laughs> Did I
1: start? Yeah. <laughs> What? Did <laughs> you just
0: start on air?
2: Did I? Ralph's fucking reaction to this. Like, what
1: the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, He's no, like so right. <laughs> <laughs> it started. <not Jardin. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> he started. <in> the- <laughs> <laughs> it's like hey, I had to start.
0: Oh god,
2: god.